You could have heard this episode 48 hours early on our Patreon, patreon.com slash IndieHeadsPodcast. By joining us for as low as $1 a month, you receive episodes early and get access to our Discord server. All recommend episodes will be on our Patreon feed 48 hours before it hits our public podcast feeds. But if you're hearing this through our Patreon feed, we thank you so much for your support. And especially want to thank our real ones patrons, including Beck Etienne, Jordan Mikowski, James Boss, Holiday Kirk, Marcy Anime, Chance Holdup, Josiah Duncan, Jenna, Matt Cameron, Grant in the Back of My Dragula, Pablo Escobar's Hippos, Jackson Chris, Jeremy Bull, Andrew Grieve, JP, Matthew Taylor, Breen Hare, Drew Wharton, I Like Books, Sarah Moore, Max Kapazinski, Mark Berry, Cal50, The Pee Pee Poo Poo Fairy, Chris Wade, Midwest Maxwell, Kevin John, Jake Wald, Keep Autism Weird, Rob Marino, Max, Dylan, Zach, Gavin490 Freak, and Maze Farms. To become a real one, consider supporting us for $5 a month on Patreon to receive a bonus episode every month and get a shout out at the top of the pod. Anyways, though, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Indie Heads Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Monroe, here with Grant and here with Natalie. And Grant, you are the reason we're here once again. What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about something that's fascinated me for a long time now, and that is early MTV songs with uh, particularly strange music videos. Yes. Yes. I, 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 this is something that I, I, I have... I, I'm not as deep in the well as you are, but it's also something that's like always been in the back of my mind. Like what's fascinating me. Cause of course, as get your shot glasses ready, get your shot glasses and your liquor of choice. Todd in the shadows. He's talked about uh, a number of songs, early songs that it, he's referenced a number of these. So this era has always fascinated me. So I'm really glad you did put this playlist together, but I will let you continue. Uh, yeah, uh, I also learned about a lot of these from Todd in the Shadows and quite a few of them from just my own perusing record stores. You know, um, I made the set call to only include songs from 1980 to 1982, with one exception at the end. But um, I just decided this because by 1983, we had the music video for Beat It by Michael Jackson. And to me, that is like yes. kind of the defining uh, MTV is something of the culture and not just some weird shit that's on in the background to me. Of yes. course, none of us were there for the MTV craze. Uh, none of us are Gen X, but uh, uh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Eric Alper, but uh, <laughs> we, we avoided that that brand of brain poisoning at the very yeah. least. Yeah. The one brain poisoning this podcast doesn't have is Eric Alper <laughs> mm-hmm. brain poisoning. Except for Gavin, obviously. Except for Gavin, of course. <laughs> but uh, I just find these because mu- this was before people really knew what to do with the the medium of music videos, so it could just be whatever you wanted it to be, and that's something we'll mm-hmm. learn tonight through all of these beautiful, varied uh, pieces of art. Yes, which I mean, and and of course, our first uh, song slash video. Um, it had to be this one. This was the first video that was ever aired on MTV. It's the Buggles video killed the radio star. And uh, again, uh, of course, you, you, this this has to be the first one. This, ha- but both in this playlist and also just like, of course, this has to be the first video that MTV aired. You know, like this was this was the early '80s. Is like, all right, we're making a fucking statement, and like, 
we're 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 saying it right away. Like, hey, like this is going to change the way that you listen to music or watch music for that matter, because it's television. Yeah, but also incredible songs, just iconic shit, iconic shit, and like. Even just watching it now, it's like you see all the techniques that are used in like so many early like primitive videos, especially like the kind of like superimpositions and like crossfades and like blue screen shit. It's you, it's basically you see the entirety of like the medium figuring itself out in real time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, even the title "Video Killed the Radio Star" that is Prophetic. like a mission statement for MTV. Yeah. And I, I mean, the song is phenomenal. I, I don't think yes. there's a single song that's like this majestically produced. Like, I really love this song and I have no. since I was a kid. This this is a genuinely perfect song. And I have uh, I, I have st- stood by this for a long time. And it's the way that it like is so supremely 80s while also like filtering in these very kind of almost... 1940s like affectations in it and like calling to the very beginnings of like popular music is like yes yeah. it's, it's so inspired it's so fucking good it's also very yeah, like funny. very very retro futurism yeah definitely it's very it's very funny because the the telling thing about that is when i was uh abroad recently i came across uh what was it dancing stage euro mix three which is one of the spin-offs of the dance dance revolution thing and this is fucking on there it's not a euro really? mix like song but it's yeah this is fucking on there <laughs> i mean you can dance to it of course but you know not not a, on a ddr level unless it's just like <laughs> the easiest ddr fucking uh yeah this is like DDR the level ever. guitar hero three slow ride of ddr <laughs> <laughs> It pretty much, I, I was playing it on beginner, but it was, like, basically, like, you step with every, like, uh, bass drum kick. Like, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. But, god. The the little kind of, like, melodic codas that it does, I'm just, great fucking song. Phenomenal song. I think this song could have been a hit in the 80s. I think this could have been a hit today. This would have taken mm-hmm. off, like, crazy on TikTok. I, I just Are there TikTok dances? Did the TikTok kids like the Buggles? I, I'm sure that there are. I don't have TikTok. If I did, I would research this right now. But <laughs> I, I, can, I can I can see how many how many videos have used this song real quick. Amazing. Uh, I I assume because of uh, the the ways in which uh, you two have prepared, have either of you delved into uh, the Age of Plastic, uh, the Buggles album? I have not. Good fucking uh, I, album. I have not. Uh, the Plastic Age, the, yeah, the, the album opener is really good. Very unfortunate about the blackface in the music video. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. It was bound. It's it's the 80s. Uh, even 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 the greats. I mean, like I said, I just watched Stop Making Sense in movie theaters, oh, the IMAX version. Oh, no. Of course, David Byrne. We love him. Autistic King, the goat autistic, maybe. Uh, still guilty of blackface yes. at one point. Yeah. Not great. Uh, but Video Kill Radio Star has, uh, there is over 6,000 videos that use the sound of that song. Uh, I have yeah. to see what the most liked ones are, but, you Music know. Lives like, on. It, again, and this is a great song. Great song. And I, I won't play it here. I'll probably just play it as the outro to the episode. But there's uh, one of my favorite covers of all time is a cover of this song by Joyce Manor off of their 2012 record of all things I'll soon grow tired, which of course is tattooed onto my arm forever. 
do not get canceled Joyce Manor, I swear to God. Uh, and it's a great cover. Uh, and it, it made me appreciate this version so much more seeing the way that like, Hey, this is a pretty like very early new wave song and seeing that like, Hey, you can turn it into like a punk rock rager and it still has like the same emotions to it. It's an incredible track and the video is great. Uh, I love how simultaneously how cheap it is, but also like how high production is at the same time. Uh, because it looks like they filmed this video on a $5 budget, but even then like it's still, but compared, compared to some of the other videos that we're going to watch later on, this is a pretty high budget this video compared to like James fucking... Cameron compared to some of the <laughs> yeah. stuff here. Yeah. Even yeah. while the costumes are very like college theater department, like the, the women in the tube, like very, very much just like we took a piece of like glittery fabric and threw them over your heads. Uh, yeah. I... She's stuck in that tube, like Augustus gloop. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say while we were talking about covers, uh, I do like obligatory, but the um, I think it's the Ben Folds cover is also great. Uh, iconic. Speaking of other people who are uh, have questionable histories with racist things. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Buggles, again, again, they're good. Uh, I obviously recommend watching the Todd and the Shadows video. They've had a very Take interesting a history. Take a shot. Again, it, it, everyone's going to die by alcohol poisoning by the end of this episode, yeah, probably. This is, the episode, this is the Jonestown of the Indie Heads podcast <laughs> when it comes to taking a shot. When the uh, but obviously the Buggles, they, they joined Yes at one point. They, they, were, they were a part of Yes for like an album. Uh, and then, of course, Trevor Horn, the man that we're hearing singing the song, was a very prolific producer throughout the 80s and 90s. He produced a number of big hit songs. A couple for for yes, of course. Uh, uh, fucking what's the yes song? I'm trying to remember what it is. The big the big song. Boner of a lonely that, heart. That he, yes, he produced that song. Boner he of produced, a lonely fart. Boner, <laughs> Boner of a lonely, of a lonely fart. fart. <laughs> uh, he produced uh, "Kiss from an Angel" or "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Fuck yeah, uh, banger. He produced again a lot of really big stuff throughout the. Uh, the 80s and 90s he has his uh his production behind it so uh again it's just you know actually let me see because okay good there's a playlist frankie goes uh, to frankie hollywood? goes to hollywood relax look of love abc owner of only heart slave uh, to the Boys, rhythm <laughs> grace jones uh oh, speaking of I, music video shit godly and cream <laughs> Oh God. oh my god uh all the things she said tattoo oh my god That's i forgot cr- about that one yeah he's Insane. so he, he's had his his hands on a lot of stuff uh he's again very prolific producer i don't think he's really done anything in the last like 15 or 20 years but i mean when you produce some of the biggest songs throughout the 80s and 90s you can kind of just rest on your laurels and just let the royalties come in from there so yeah again great song great video and we're just keeping it rolling with our next video slash song natalie devo natalie oh yes. yeah is it time it is time. Oh, what? What is it time for? <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, we want to play oh. a game. Hello, Maddie. No. We want to play a game. God damn it. <laughs> no, it is. Again, it's been so long since people have gone behind my back <laughs> for stuff on the podcast. God damn it. Maddie, go would, you like to go tell ahead. The, would you like to tell the listeners what we just said to the uh, Discord chat? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is Hello, Maddie. This? We want to play a game. For years now, you've known the video has killed the radio star. 
But what has killed the podcast star? We would like to find what? out now. Before you is a playlist of multiple videos. Will you click on them and appease the fans? Or, or will you second. cause more suffering? Wait a second. Wait, are we, are we, are we, Make is, a is, is this the is this the episode now? Is this the episode now? Are we it's, not doing the episode that I've been preparing to do for the last day or two? It's whatever you choose it to be. Live or die. Make your choice. <laughs> okay, I, I well, I'm at some kind of gunpoint here. Um, Natalie has posted a playlist called "The Saw Craze After the Saw Days," and. Uh, we have a playlist of Saul fan videos and songs that are, I guess, from the Saul soundtracks and fan cams and all that. Um, I think... So first... Oh my god. The, the, Jesus Christ. Okay, I will say up front, the plan, at least as I um, imagined it, is this is kind of the uh, Shadow Realm version of the main playlist. And I I still... I think the play, the main playlist, there's... We we can't get off from talking about dog police that easy is my perspective. <laughs> no, and so this is this is kind of our our shadow version of it where when we've exhausted everything we have to say about the the MTV craze play- playlist, we can fall back on these. And I do want to note, uh, mostly because it's not immediately obvious unless you're looking at the playlist, that uh, I have tried to match these as best I can to each corresponding Saw movie. Uh, some better than others. So this first one is a, a amazing AMV that somebody has just made, just synced to Hello Zep and footage from the first Saw movie. Oh my god. <laughs> And so th- this is gonna be the longest episode ever. Saw ten <laughs> in theaters in the coming days. Yes, Saw- I'm seeing it tomorrow. Same. Natalie is seeing it tomorrow. I'm, I gotta, I'm it actually Friday. gonna book my. I'm waiting. Till- I gotta book my tickets right now. Actually, while while we're watching this, Nat and I are kind of the John and Amanda of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> then it, I guess I guess I'm the Gordon. Then you could be the you know, Doctor should- Lawrence Gordon, or you could be the <laughs> Detective Hoffman, Maddie. <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> I guess I guess Gordon would make more sense since Hoffman never got put through a trap until till the very very end of the series. Until Saw Six, baby. Till till Saw Six. So I guess I'm Gordon here because it's just like I can either survive, die, or become an acolyte of of John Kramer. I just I just gotta say, who, Grant, who, if for you... the record, we should say John Kramer. Never, never killed, killed never killed anyone. Never never killed, never killed anybody. anybody. People tell you different, but he never killed anybody. Uh, I was going to say, Grant, I feel like you could do a killer uh, Amanda drag performance if you like put the time and effort into it. Natalie, bold of you to assume I have not thought of that before. <laughs> <laughs> More fuel to the fire. Anyway, this this one is pretty straightforward. It's just a super cut of the first Saw movie. We can we can move on. It's it's all about the element of surprise, though. Did, okay, so if, this is in the back pocket. If a white case boy ever to. started talking to me and Hello Zep started playing in the background, <laughs> I'd just fucking lose it. I'd just accept that I was dying, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's just... Hello Zep is the greatest piece of music ever. Made. Hello, Grant. Hello, Grant. You've tortured many of your friends on the Indie Heads podcast. But, okay, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> This I just my I'm just in such shock. I'm and sorry, just, man. like we've been planning this. For I a can't couple days I can't now. really process. There's too much going on. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna drink a beer. We're gonna kick back, watch some fun music videos from the from the the MTV era, and instead you've 
you've brought John Kramer into this. Uh, when, why? Why do I mean? Of course, Salt Fever is going you know like crazy. It's the, Salt Timber. You know who the best uh, video icon of all time is? Billy the Puppet. That's and true. that's how yes. it connects into this. Uh, but, uh, yes. Oh, hell no. They, they, they got, they're playing Hello Zep in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do we keep going with Saw or should I play our next Let's talk Devo. Let's, Let's talk, talk Devo. Devo, baby. I'm putting on a visual oh. bit. Oh, he's got the hat. I've oh, got hell the no. He's got the dome. whippet hat. Uh, as I mentioned, this is one of the greatest cover songs ever made. Yes. This is an incredible, better than the original, I would say. Uh,. Agreed. Which I mean, my hot take, my hot take of the evening. Uh, I do. I think the Rolling Stones mostly suck, in my opinion. I don't think. I think of, of the bands of their era, they're very, very overrated. Got a couple great songs, but otherwise, nah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, QA I'm kind of is like QA is one of just the best like entrances onto the scene of like any band. Period. Like absolutely. Just, fucking fantastic album just uh, like full-on blast of like putting your weirdest foot forward and everybody being like yeah sure why not let's go with it yeah yeah i don't think white boys have ever been quirked up quite the way they've been since <laughs> Mark mother's ball <laughs> let's see tomorrow saw x should i go for the 710 that was the first reading of the night or the 955 screening. 955 is peak delirium, but 710, you're going to get that like fresh reaction. That's true. That's true, yeah. We'll go 710. I'll, I'll go right after work. Yeah, I'm doing 8 p.m. They added a third fucking screening to my theater, even though the other two have only like sold maybe a third of the seats. Yeah, that's the, I'm looking at the seat. I'm looking at the seats right now. I'm not sure if you can see. Uh, you <laughs> listeners can't see, but there's, there's not that many that are seeing Saul. I am at my local theater. Literally texting I'm my boyfriend something. right now, asking him, "What time do you want to see Saw?" That's <laughs> just what this episode other... is now. Yeah. Okay, the other theater is a little more going on, but not. It's too far away. I'm gonna go. Yeah, let's go 710. Actually, let me see what this, the 955 one is. Also, a baby just put a a, a baby in a giant <laughs> uh, silver uh, jumpsuit, giant baby in a horrible mask. Just stuck his stuck a fork in the toaster and electrocuted himself. Sad. Rest in peace, Devo, baby. Rest in peace, Devo, baby. So this is this is. I was gonna say this is another one that feels very like bare bones budget. Like they're literally just shooting it like with a fucking like blank screen projector like behind them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is also the only video I believe that predates MTV that's on this playlist. This was 79, uh, MTV dropped in the 80s, but yes. I mean, Devo are so influential in what the rest of the playlist is that it felt like a crime to not include them. Absolutely. And I mean, full, full I could have picked uh, Whip It, I could have picked uh, basically anything from Devo. They have so many great videos, so many great songs, but this to me has to be on here for uh, the reason that we're going to talk about our final song, which is a complete pastiche of this video. Uh, but this is a great cover. I like it better than the Stones version. Mark Mothersbaugh, Please Be My Dad, I Love You. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to talk about Devo 2.0 because we will talk about that band on a later <laughs> episode. But I know both me and Matt are like itching at the bit to talk about. 
Oh, absolutely. I, it's oh a good thing God. we're not because I did not prep on all my Devo 2.0 research. I think that Devo 2.0 is honestly, they, they have a richer backstory than the original Devo. And I will stand Undoubtedly, by Undoubtedly, yes. Well, we will get to Devo 2.0. <laughs> Uh, we'll At get some meantime, point. In the, in the meantime, let's uh, get to Saw else, 2.0. You yeah. know who else could get satisfaction? <laughs> Fucking Detective Hoffman building those traps. Am I right? That's true. I know. I know. All right. Uh, let's so see. Next up, we have uh, the famous, the the greatest uh, cut to credits for Saw 2. Of course, it is Mudvayne with Forget to Remember. <laughs> All right. So I love just dropped. how many fucking... of the music videos in this era, like, quite literally just... This is when people actually still tried with their, like, movie tie-in music videos, and they yeah. would, like, actually, like, put their band in the storyline of the movies. Yeah. God, Saw 2 is amazing. Saw 2 is, like, the greatest movie ever made. Hell yeah. Shout out to Amanda Young. Oh, the Mudvayne guy with the one of the worst Mohawks I've ever seen in my entire life. He's stuck in a shitty room. He looks like if you took Ricky Rockman and just made him give up on life. <laughs> we talked about Mudvayne on the bands address like monsters episode, I think. Seeing them we without have, I think we have to have. Seeing them without the Darth Maul face paint is like upsetting to me. Yeah. Oh my god, there's is... so many bad Mohawks in this band. <laughs> Just bad hairstyles in general. Like this is like the first one is like very much like this. This is very firmly like the last one. You you kind of classify it as butt rock. The one we listen to, the one that the the famous one with the music video. Of course, you've probably seen it. This one is just like very firmly like generic butt rock. You know, which is the, great. I love it. The bassist is but, still you know. in his Berber dang mode, but he doesn't <laughs> have the, the devil horns. It's just a bald guy. Oh my god. Uh, Billy! Yes. The front person has the weirdest way of, like, choking the mic I've ever seen. Like, he's, like, got his entire hand, like, half, like, half of his hand is not even on the mic, and he's got, like, the cord wrapped around his knuckles, like, three times. Let me see if I can do it with my microphone real quick. (laughs) Do the Mudvayne (laughs) challenge at home now to to win an exclusive trip to Maddie's new apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna try to podcast like this for the in- the rest of the <laughs> evening. This is okay. This is uncomfortable. I don't. Yeah. How do you? It's just. It's just again. Like that shit's just like tightened on there. Maddie, what's be, your favorite trap in Saw Two? Ooh. Okay. I gotta. You gotta give me. Well, obviously the needle fly trap me. is iconic. Needle pit's good. Needle pit is pretty. Ne- needle pit is gnarly. Needle pit's gnarly. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I would say yeah, either the Venus flytrap or the uh, or the needle pit. I, Although, I, shouts out to the to like the four or five cops that got fucking electric fence <laughs> in the beginning yeah. of the movie. That uh, shit rocks. I'm gonna give a shout out to the uh, to the razor hand trap. Yeah, the razor box fucks. Oh yes. yeah. I, I think the fucked. only trap in that one I don't really love is the furnace. Oh my god, they're doing the saw editing in the music video. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. They cre- can, did Kevin Grutcher also edit this one? Uh, I'm going to do my own research, but... Um, oh, yeah. I, I forgot one of my bits I was going to do. Who's the dumbest <laughs> Saw guy in each of the movies we're talking about? We talked oh. about Saw 1 and Ooh. Saw 2. I think okay, Saw 1 let's, is Zeb. Yeah, let's pause. I gotta focus. We got to focus on this. I'm going to pause the video yeah. for a second so we can focus. No, we're, Saw 1. Zap for me. Easy. 
So yeah, Saul One Zeb is the dumbest guy. Just shoot, just shoot him. All just right, shoot him, yeah. or like, or just go go to the hospital. And be like, hey, I was poisoned. You know, like <laughs> I was put Zeb. I was, I was poisoned. <laughs> or, or, or just go to IWasPoisoned.com. You're gonna find your answers. You didn't have to kidnap can Gordon's some, family. Can someone put all of the Saw Two people in the gas house on I Was Poisoned? <laughs> <laughs> okay so saw one zap that's an easy one it's so funny that the the fucking like the saw theme song is called hello zap who's a character that's not even mentioned past like the first movie like no no one no. gives a shit about him uh, it's also spelled differently in the song title than yes, his name in than the his movie. name in the movie it's spelled with two uh, p's yeah the, the the track is two p's in the movie he's one p uh, I do have background on this music video that I will I will relate to you here. Uh, in September yes. 2005, uh, Mudvayne met with Darren Lynn Bowsman, uh, who was making Saw 2. Of course. Uh, and uh, Bowsman showed them uh, the Venus flytrap scene. Uh, and uh, Mr. Gray from Mudvayne uh, told Bowsman about the conversation at Bob's Big Boy two years earlier. <laughs> and Bozeman revealed that he holds his production meetings at the restaurant. Uh, He's just like David Lynch. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. Uh, that Saw Two had been based on a screenplay. Uh, Gray is actually in Saw Two. I do not remember where, but he is in there. And then Bozeman, because of these meetings, decided to direct the video. So this is a Darren Lynn Bozeman product. Oh, Hell yeah. Okay. All right. Hell yeah. That's great. All right, I, now biggest dumbass in Saw Two. Let's get to it. It's the guy that looks through the peephole for me. <laughs> yeah, big, big. That one, yeah, that one is idiotic. So it's just like, of course. Here's the thing with with the Saw movies, you gotta, you just gotta toss your brain out the window. Like you just can't think about it too hard because you're gonna, you're gonna lose your mind. The the fun of it is letting go. All right, but even then, that guy is just like, why are you looking through the fucking peephole? What what are you gonna, what are you gonna see in there? Um, and also just like how did how did Kramer and Hoffman and Amanda predict that someone was gonna look through the peephole <laughs> and, and get shot in the fucking eye? Like I know I know the whole thing with jigsaws that he's able to predict the human mind really well, but even then, come on. Now. Do you think there are just a bunch of other guns around all the saw traps that are just waiting to go off if people look in certain directions? <laughs> That'd be great. I, I mean, we'll see. I mean, hey, we have Saw X coming out. That's true. So we, yeah. we might we may get more information. Make it a recurring bit. Uh, I was gonna pause it uh, for Saw to the uh, like big hulking guy who's like slowly offing like each of the people. Oh, Xavier. Uh, Xavier. Oh, yes. That's it. Uh, j- just because um, I've never gotten over the fact that he cuts off the back of his own neck and then just decides to like pocket the skin flap like he's gonna yes. save onto it for later. <laughs> I mean, he to to be fair, he was being poisoned. He was delirious. He wasn't thinking straight, you know. Although, again, very very funny. Uh, <laughs> I will a- say, I will say, I will say, a big dumbass. Uh, again, we we can go through three categories. We can go obviously just people that were not in the gas house, people in the gas house, and the cops. Detective Eric Matthews, giant dumbass. Oh, absolutely. All I mean, he that had goes to for do, all the cops in the Saw series. That's true. All he had to do was just wait, just wait, just like, just wait. Just chill. Because his fucking son, his son was in a safe place, <laughs> a safe place, which is the, again. I, the, I appreciate the Saw 7 he loves puns. callback here. He loves puns. <laughs> he loves uh, puns. But we'll, we'll continue our we'll dumbassery because yeah. here's the thing. Saw 3, I think we're all in agreement who the biggest dumbass in Saw 3 is. <laughs> yes. but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we, yep, we will get yep, there. Yep. Uh, but let's keep going on the MTV craze. Wall of Voodoo, Absolute Mexican banger. radio. Yes. Absolutely. This is banger. a banger. 
Uh, of all of the uh, questionably racist, like, 80s new wave hits, like, this is the best of the bunch. <laughs> That's its own genre, honestly. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, and, of course, it makes sense that it's questionably racist because, of course, the lead singer is Max Landis, of course. Oh, so. God. <laughs> oh, God. He I can't look like it. it. No, you know what? He, he, he reminds me of... Um, oh, my God. Uh... The main character at fucking After Hours. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> to me, he's a little bit of a David Naughton in American Werewolf in London. Yes. I mean, Is also Landis. Guy? Landis products. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Also Landis product. We just can't escape talking about people and things involved in terrible uh, aerial tragedies. <laughs> this is the third week in a row. At least <laughs> it's not 9/11 this time. <laughs> Yeah, this is this like, is this is more respectful than what Rolling Stone did with John Landis. Let's oh be real. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, that Rolling. I didn't. I did not. I'm, again, I'm, you can't get me to read that fucking shit. But the tweets that I saw, like it's total whiplash. Like maybe this shouldn't have been a ranked list, guys. Yeah. Maybe you should just pick <laughs> maybe fifty it should be things. Just a list. Maybe just a list by year or something. <laughs> by year, just like hey, here's the worst thing that happened this year. You know, that would have been fine. People would have gotten their ranking, for, you know, fulfillment. But you know, you know, is John is is John Landis doing uh, labor crimes and uh, murder? Is that worse than uh, when MTV canceled fucking Rock of Love or whatever the fuck? They put the like, slap higher than that. <laughs> they put the fuck is they, the slap they put fucking uh, Lord and Miller getting replaced on Solo higher than oh, John Landis. The, oh my god, that was the one that was yeah. above it. Oh my god. What the fuck? Rolling Stone. Again, it, it, it goes beyond Rob Sheffield, folks. Sorry, right? It goes beyond Rob Sheffield. Uh, we do have to get back to the video purely because yes. the iconic bit of this is coming up. Of course, yes. Of course, the barbecued iguana. Barbecued iguana. I don't think a white boy's ever delivered a vocal performance <laughs> as good as this. He's doing some Three Stooges, like, yuck, nya, nya shit, and I love every second yeah. of it. I mean, he's basically just doing, like, we were talking about it earlier, he's doing, like, proto, like, David Byrne here. Yes. Well, this came out, this came this out, came like, out before. Yeah. This came out after. So it's, but again, definitely very influenced by, like, talk, Talking Heads had a, had a, had a type of white boy feeling different, let's this just say that. <laughs> stolen David Byrne Fowler. Yeah. Which, of course, uh, a song that's not on this playlist, we'll just get it out of the way. Once in a Lifetime is not on the playlist, it's maybe just too big, too iconic. Like, it goes beyond. Like, that. it goes beyond. We'll get a chance to Uh, talk about it a little later. Yeah. Uh, I love how uh, Oh, here we go. Oh. Oh, hell nah. Oh, hell nah. That... Is that the guy? Is that the giant from Twin Peaks? Wait, what? Oh, my God. Holy shit. Is that? <laughs> I think that. Hold on, hold I think on. it is. Hold That's on. the giant from Twin Peaks. I, I remember watching this video, this. being like, "Is that him?" I didn't look into it any farther, but oh, here we go. And open the beans, and there, there we he go. is. Come, come, anyway, that motherfucker is in some beans. You you know a video is cheap when they have to rely on the let's film us filming the video move. Yeah, but I think it works. It's pretty. They, yeah. they do it in a, no. at least in, in a creatively filmed way, you know, where it it's, is. It it's is the so giant close up. Peaks. Hell it yeah. Is. Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. That means this Good video is Lynchian. Oh. I mean, it is a little Lynchian, you know, but it's a little, you know, like I said, 
it, again, uh, David Lynch, another white boy that made other white boys feel a little different, you know? David um, Lynch taught me it was okay to be weird. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's get back to Saul. Let's get back to Saul 3. <laughs> you're so yeah, eager how- about this for yeah, somebody who's so... so- <laughs> Well, I get. I'm, we're all excited for Saul here. We're all no, excited to go see Saul X this weekend. I thought that you would be so mad at this, Maddie. I'm glad that you're embracing this bit. Well, yeah. well, okay. Here's the thing. I, I, of course, I was mad because, of course, I, you know, I, I'm autistic and I don't like when new things come my way. But now that I know what I'm, I'm in for. I'm, I'm able to prepare and be ready for it. All the new stuff. We're pranking you. We're giving you a gift. We're giving you a, a chance yeah, to this, appreciate again, of course, life. Exactly. I and I and I and I want to appreciate my life. I'm gonna appreciate this next song, which is Helmets Monochrome. Uh which by the way, when I when I do the description, should I even mention this at all? Should I just like just No, no. Just, this spring is, it on. Okay. Absolutely not. We're gonna spring it on the listeners, of course. So even the description, you guys are, you're not have any idea. No idea. Oh oh my is he wearing the fucking Oh my god. He's in the director's oh, chair. Hell he's Oh Billy's singing the song. Yes. This video rocks. I did think for a second they had the guy from Helmet in the Billy face paint singing. No, he's in the TV. But it's this, just Bill- this is analog horror. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pull it up here, but one of the things I wanted to mention with Saw 2, but is especially applicable with Saw 3, is like this middle stretch of the Saw movies, they just had like some of the most like banger, butt rock, new metal soundtracks like of any Absolutely. Like, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, pu- I'll pull you up Saw 3 as we're talking now, because I feel like it's important to run through it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm gonna throw these videos on my Halloween music video playlist because oh, I didn't beautiful. know these exist. But well, I knew one of these yeah, that we'll talk great. about later existed. But we'll get to mm-hmm. that when we get to that. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, oh, while speaking this song of plays... uh, videos about filming the video, this kind of is yeah. a perfect, like it's uh, a perfect tie-in. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will I will rattle off a number of uh, songs that are in Saw 3, which includes, uh, I believe the cut to credits is All That Remains This Calling. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Helmet Monochrome. Uh, you've got Slayer in here. You've got Lamb of God. You've got Disturbed. Blue October. Nice. Drowning Pool. Avenged Sevenfolds. Burn It Down. Bullet for My Valentine. Suffocating Under Words of Sorrow. Parentheses, Hell what yeah. can I do? Uh, classic. Uh, Mashuga, Mastodon, Ministry. Uh, oh my like, god. This odes. This soundtrack that fucking That is great. Odes. God damn. Got the whole fucking butt rock Avengers in there. God damn. Uh, but okay, of course, we gotta mention, we gotta talk. The biggest dumbass in Saw 3. I think we can Absolutely. all agree. So let's all say it in, One, in three, two, two, three. three. Jeff. Jeff. Slow ass motherfucking Jeff. Jeff the, is a dumb motherfucker. Maybe, maybe the dumb, maybe the dumbest guy in the entire Saw series. I'm gonna debate on that on a later yeah, one. Same. But same. Jeff is number two to me. Okay, that's Jeff fair. is what one of the dumbest motherfuckers who ever lived, and it's like, it, which makes it amazing that the entirety of Saw three hinges on his dumbass like choosing to shoot Amanda. Oh my god, choosing to shoot Amanda, and then also just going through the traps as slow as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker was mincing. Yeah, he's just like, oh, God, I don't know, I don't know if I didn't let this person Yeah, he could have saved that first girl so easy. But he just stood there and he was like, oh, what? (laughs) And just let her freeze to death. Yeah. And then then he, and then the one guy he fucking saves in the movie somehow gets killed. Gets a fucking (laughs) shotgun to the brain. Like, goddamn. Uh, 
I, on that note, should we move on to? Yeah, let's let's get let's get back to MTV real uh, quick. Rest in peace, Amanda, and rest in peace, John. Is all rest I want to say peace, about Amanda. Saw Three. They'll be they'll be back. They'll be back. Mm-hmm. Gone but not forgotten. Gone. But rest not in forgotten. peace. Rest in peace, Lynn. Rest in peace, Lynn. Not rest Jeff. Peace, rest in peace, Lynn. <laughs> Uh, who else died in Saw Three? Rest in peace. Uh, who's the who's the cop lady that died? At the uh, beginning Detective of Angel Carrie. Trap? Rest in peace, Carrie. Uh, again, we're just gonna do the memories Rest video again. Rest in peace, the-, uh, the the homie from Jesse Gemstone's crew that was killed in the school. <laughs> oh yeah, in the unwinnable trap. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, anybody who's died in this world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to our next track, which is "I Want to Be a Lifeguard" by Blotto. <laughs> this fucking song what the fuck is this <laughs> this is what the, this, this is, is this one this one was so strange this is when we in, started in a, getting into uh, into a little bit of silly mode this was i believe we <laughs> looked it up i think the 26th video ever played on mtv uh, okay and this is just kind of a good indicator of the stuff that isn't well known now that was playing on mtv that you could catch it was like yeah. all this and sticks and ario speedwagon <laughs> and rod stewart so in between yeah, this... some pretty easy listening, you just get weird new wave punk kind of CBGB type shit like this. Mm-hmm. This is where we start getting into like truly cheap territory. Like the videos here, like the worst production values you've ever seen of this time period. Like, yeah, this is this is this is a uh, what? Okay, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out what this video reminded me of, Grant. Mm-hmm. This video reminds me of fucking SOS from Red uh, yes! Letter Media. Yes. The best of the worst video. The Chinese 100%. cult video. 100%. I was going to say it kind of reminds me of the horror movie Slaughter High just because the production yes. is so bad and the singer is so goofy. He reminds me of the slasher in that. Yes. But either way, it's just it's very low budget. Everyone in this band looks like a dad. Yeah. <laughs> They're so Whoa. cheap that they did not have a visual and just po- pointed to one of their eyes for the word I. <laughs> there's, oh not a, there's not a hairline in this band that isn't receding. <laughs> I kind of love it. This this song baffles me. I, I had never heard this before. And like, even beyond the video, this is just a very strange... Uh, we got into this territory a few times and we'll get into it with the very next song, but these novelty songs that spend so much time on the build-up that, like, you get to the first chorus and then it's, like, halfway through because they don't really have any material. Yeah, no, this is... This is... This is... This is... It, again, it, it gets worse... There, there's worse ones on here, but this is definitely, like, alright, why is this... This video is four and a half minutes yeah, long. Yeah, this song could have been cut down. Yeah. Like we'll get to we'll get to another video. They know to kept it short. Yeah. You know, exactly. a video later on. Exactly. Uh, I will if say this novelty shit, keep it short. Shout out to Alec Felder, the one person on earth I know who has heard of Blotto before I made this playlist. <laughs> oh god, we should have had Alec, Alec on this episode, maybe. Yeah. But uh I don't know. This is just I like this the same way I like like very early Elvis Costello and the attractions, but this this needed some editing. And that, I think that's why Blotto didn't make it. No. I love and that also he suddenly the fact trans- that again, uh, these are some these are just men that all look. The, the, again, the the camera was not made for these men. Let's just say that. Yeah, much, in you the know. era, Duran Duran was just around the corner. Blotto wasn't gonna exactly. <laughs> they never had a chance. Oh God. 
I like I said, you you can see the evolution of a receding hairline throughout the all the members. Like we did, we pitched this, but you go to one member, it's like okay, he's got like a pretty full hairline, but you can tell, you you just know, you just know it's gonna go at some point. You you can see the early signs, and then just progressively goes down between the members. And then you get to like the drummer, I think, who it's just gone. His hairline's just gone. It's out of there. Mm-hmm. Should have shaven that shit a while ago. Time to give up. Using the blotto chart to detect male pattern baldness. Like, this is a crazy-ass <laughs> band. The blotto guy shows up on, like, infomercials 20 years later, like, late at night while you're surfing the channels, talking about, like, this miracle hair recovery product. <laughs> yeah, this is a band built for Rogaine. Oh, my God. I'm so, I hope blotto isn't... I hope blotto is... I, I shouldn't say I hope the blotto guys aren't alive, but if... They seem like guys that would find this and be insulted, so I kind of hope that they aren't with us so they don't hear me. We'll, we'll see. We'll I see what I upload this I hope YouTube. they don't hear this, but I, I, yeah. I don't hope you're dead, Blotto. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, here we go. We, again, for some reason, for some reason, this video has like an end credits where it's all the band members, and it's just, you know, like the worst, sc- you know, horrible VHS screen grabs of, of the guys. We've got Sarge. We've got Broadway, who is doing like a swimming move, and he just—he looks like Chevy looks terrifying. Chase. He, <laughs> he looks does. like Chevy Chase, uh, like Chevy Chase or like Alan Ruck, uh, but like uglier. Um, this horrible, hor- doing a swimming notion, horrible. Bowtie, <laughs> who looks like Elvis Costello a little bit. He's got the glasses. Cheese, che- cheese, <laughs> cheese. The bassist is t- the bassist called Cheese. Which it's like, uh, shut up. The band shut ups. Their basis is Bud, which I think is great. It looks kind of like Greg Turkington. Yeah, I think if you're if you're a basis, you should have a a, a dumbass name. Uh, and then the drummer, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. Is he alive? And is he was he playing in Blotto? Have we interrogated the Blotto guys about where they were in 1963? <laughs> Or say, where were you in Dallas, Texas, on November seventeenth, nineteen sixty three? Jesus well, Christ! Well, you know who else did not have his life guarded and tragically died at the end of Saw three? John Rest, Kramer. That's right. That's right. John that's Kramer. Right. Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in peace. Lynn did not keep him. Lynn did not keep him alive long enough, or maybe he did. Maybe uh, he did. Stop. Com. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay, Natalie, what the what are, what are we about to watch slash listen to? I believe this is uh, the first AMV. Uh, no, this is uh, actually an official music video. Okay. Uh, this is uh, X Japan. Uh, this is the first song made specifically for Saw, because it is called 4 for Saw 4. Okay. This is an actual official music video. It's just a fan posted it. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, they literally this... have the four. Yes, they have a, they're they're playing on a helicopter pad that has four, as in like the Roman numeral four. I remember this song vividly. This, I think, other than the w- songs that uh, I already knew outside of Saw, this was the first way I like knew of Saw as an entity because I believe this is a song you can get on like the Rock Band Network, like OG. I believe rock band so. Or... Yes, because I remember seeing this there and being like, I have no idea what this is, but like it sounds cool. Also, it's just, again, being a band from Japan and calling your band X-Japan is just... How lazy are you guys? You couldn't come up with a better band name. I'm going like, to see if oh. they're still active and are doing anything for Saw 10, because they do have the X right in the title. 
Okay, yes. I had to look it up, and this is the first Saw soundtrack that I actively, like, searched out, because Emily okay. Autumn's Dead is the New Alive is on it. Yes. Nice. Oh, this was them. This is them after they re- they reunited specifically for this. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> imagine. Also, imagine. this is so which I just gotta say so far. This is so soft. This is soft as hell this for is the, saw. This is putting the saw in soft. Oh. It's yeah, it's they, like why is this why is this like fuck it it's like somewhere between like journey and system of a down. You know, they're definitely they're a lot more like melodic metal uh, yeah. than like the new metal stuff. Uh, it's all oh. four, of course. If you if you if you watch all four, the editing it's very melodic. Everything kind of rhymes and goes into one another. There's the great transitions that of course, just when, perfectly uh, seem together. The the, uh, the first trap with the uh, lovely lady in the ponytail that gets scalped when she goes through the window and it just cuts to Agent Perez in the police yes. station. Oh my god. Sick as hell. Sick as hell moment in like the worst Saw movie. People were not ready for for the editing in Saw 4. They just weren't. Would you say that Saw 4 is the worst Saw movie? No, no. We we have worse to get to. I I mean of the the original main line. Of the original seven. Of the original, yes. I would say. I I would agree. Sorry, the very dramatic cuts to the uh, John Kramer's wife's miscarriage. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The miscarriage that was caused by Cecil, who is getting drugged. The dumbest motherfucker. C- okay. Ah. Uh, ooh. Is he? Is he the dumbest motherfucker? Him or no, Riggs? I think it's Riggs. I think yeah. it's Riggs. Riggs. I think Riggs is the dumbest yeah. motherfucker Riggs in Saw Four. Riggs might as well not exist in that movie. Yeah. Like the, he, what, one of the more forgettable characters. Mm-hmm. Like literally, all he does is just fuck things up. Uh, I do want to say I was looking it up. Uh, apparently, the the last thing that uh, X Japan was known for is uh, getting into a. Uh, legal battle with Elon Musk because of uh what oh, of the ah. Yeah, cuz they own the trademark to the name X Japan and therefore it could not be called X in Japan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Uh but yeah, that this is this is where the saw craze really starts cuz now you have bands fucking reuniting for mm-hmm. this shit. Like, yeah. Coming back from the dead to make a song for the worst of the mainline saw movies. Mhm. Uh, Which here's the thing, people people would debate that because obviously there's Saw 3D, aka Saw 7, the final they're chapter. Wrong. They're fucking wrong. They are wrong. I think Saw I 7 has them. this moment. Saw 7, Saw 7 is like so bad. Like here's the thing, the, the Saw franchise, most of them are so bad it's good, but like Saw 7 is like a specific no, so bad it's good kind of flavor to I me. I will get there. Like, I will get there. We'll get we'll we'll, we'll get there. To people that get... say that Saw the final chapter is worse than Saw 4, I just have this one question. Which movie has Chester Bennington in it? We will That's also true. get there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my God. Our next. Yeah. Okay. okay. Speaking Christ. of getting places, I am going oh, to spend Christ. half an hour on this shit. I Natalie, hope you're the ready. floor is yours. I hope oh, you're ready. God. Uh, Matt, did you want to introduce what what we have coming up here? Okay. This next video that we're gonna play. Take a shot. This is. This <laughs> is okay. I wasn't gonna mention Todd on this one. Not yet, at least. This video, so I found out about this video through Todd in the Shadows, of course. Okay, I guess I was going to mention him right away. And he just randomly mentioned this on a on a just on a one-hit Wonderland episode. I think it was the Mexican Radio episode. It might have been Mexican Radio. Yeah, you're correct. And I just saw a what like a 10-second clip of it from the video and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And 
this this is dog police which was again this is this again listeners listeners this was a music video slash song that could not exist at any other time like some of these other ones like you can go okay like okay uh devo that band post-punk is always unpopular a band like devo could still you know they weren't going to be as big as devo back in the day but you can still have a sizable fan base the buggles video could radio star that's just like a very all-time great pop song uh mexican radio wall of voodoo honestly at least in the indie scene it would have fared pretty well you know if fucking macula dog can can have a, a bit of a fan base i think you know fucking wall of voodoo would have been just fine dog police there this could only exist at one time and that is right before beat it by michael jackson comes out like it's like right when mtv launched and they were willing to play a lot of like stuff that 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 they would not be willing to play otherwise like this is before we really get to the big music video boom where again like if you are a pop star if you want to make in the industry you have to make a music video this is right before then and this is um this is dog police Um, dog police by the band dog police from the album dog police that's right. yes. important to mention uh yeah no nothing I, can prepare you for this guy well if you've never if you've never heard the song or watched the video which by the way all these you should most of these videos you should probably go see the video some are not very notable <laughs> listeners i want you to pause this episode i want you to pause this episode and i want you to look up dog police on youtube all right Go, hold, go watch that. Hold the fuck and on. Then come back. This was uploaded come- to YouTube by Garrett Gilchrist, who was in uh, Gorilla Interrupted with Red Letter Media. <laughs> I did notice. I did notice that. And I want to make sure this is like that Garrett Gilchrist. I, it has to be like, let me see. Just to double check and make sure. Okay. View email address. I'm not a robot. Submit. Okay. This actually might be. Yeah. This might be that <laughs> Garrett Gilchrist. Uh, anyways. Now that you've hopefully watched Dog Police and you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, let's watch Dog Police. Uh, fun game to play, by the way, is if you have watched Dog Police, show Dog Police to somebody that you love who has never seen it before, which I did this week and uh, got a lot of very indignant responses to. <laughs> uh, which Dog Police, of course, famously... Uh, this was uh, George Lucas's side project because the front man <laughs> is George Lucas. Uh, he's not actually George Lucas, but he looks a lot like George Lucas when he has the glasses on during the date scenes here. See, look- this... No, you, you go. You uh, go I was just going to say, they look exactly like John Carpenter's band he had with Tommy Lee Wallace <laughs> and Nick Castle that did the uh, Big yes. Trouble in Little China theme. Like, oh almost God. spitting image. The Coupe de Ville. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that um, this is like the perfect. We were talking about the Blotto song. This is the perfect ideal of a novelty song for me, and especially a novelty song that like as Maddie's talking about comes where it does because like there's no way this band was ever going to make it past 1983, and so like this is like the ideal period where it's like you have this moment that's like crystallized in time this single thing that then immediately becomes obscure but because it had that like brief glimmer people will remember it and unearth it and it's yeah. again like oh, it takes oh, like oh, 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 i'm sorry yes Natalie. yes yes, the, yes. The, the, the the okay the close-up on the dog effects on the lady is just oh my god it makes me want to vomit like it's so it's so visceral it's so visceral anyways continue <laughs> Dog. Of course, yeah. now here is the dog police. 
played uh, by the members of Dog Police. Yes, but no, this is again perfect, uh, perfect novelty song formula where you spend like a minute doing full setup before you ever hit the fucking chorus, and then when the chorus hits, it hits like somebody has dropped like an entire like pallet of bricks onto your head. Yeah, which I gotta mention the band members. Of course, we have William H Macy on the keys. <laughs> we got George Lucas on the mic, and then on guitar we've got John Belushi, uh, femboy John Belushi, femboy John Belushi. Uh, I I would like to to uh, ask a question to my fellow podcasters. Do you think yes. that this video invented the first furries? I was going to ask if this no. is like. Do you do you think the band is into this kink shit? One of I'm them has say to no. be. What? What? Yeah, I think someone. If you came Not up with the of idea them. of dog police, you have to have something <laughs> up there. Yeah, definitely something really repressed. The the, the second verse where it's just oh, uh, George Lucas saying very weird sexual things about a dog woman and his bandmates looking at him confusingly is a great moment mm. in the music video. I love that they reused the shot. No, they used this shot like three times in the video. They, they like literally had no footage. Of, yeah, they yeah. got one shot and the band got pissed and said that the applications were too itchy. <laughs> I can't I can't breathe. I'm taking Here the nose again. Here we go again. <laughs> I'm taking the nose off. It kills. I hope you like that shot. Anyway, oh keep the music God. video playing because there's a bit at the end here. Okay, no. yeah, this bit is insane. <laughs> the new sound of Memphis. Without a doubt. And do you think that there's going to be more dog acts coming along? <laughs> Probably so. They're so look. muffled. No phones about it. <laughs> what are your musical influences? Um, Lassie, Rin Tin Tin, the old dog series of the past. Uh, you've made a very effective video. Do you think videos to rock songs are the thing of the future? What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? What? Run it back, run it back. Run it back. What the fuck did he say? Videos, rough, 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 rough. What? Uh, can someone who speak dog, please? <laughs> Translate that for us. Uh, I will pay you for a your services. Kind of psychic to analyze dog police for us. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, before we before we move on to our other diversion, uh, I, can, can we talk about dog police in, in further in in further detail? Yeah, as please, the, please. The I dog need police all, expert. I need all the context in the world about dog uh, police because so, what the fuck? Okay, I have three different things here. We're, we're talking the background. We're going to talk about the album. And then we're going to yes. talk about the other thing uh, that you will see in the header of that uh, Wikipedia article you've just pulled up, uh, yes. which is it was a side project of a Memphis jazz band trio. And this was their idea of what <laughs> new wave music in eight in the eighties would be like. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, they say they're inspired by the mothers of invention. So make of that what you will. And by Devo. Uh, but of like, course. this is, this is basically a failed jazz band's attempt to try to stay relevant with the times, uh, and it really does show in a lot of ways. Um, they have another music video uh, that I will probably ask you to pull up at some point uh, for okay. 1-800 on their, uh, 
on their album. I did not realize their album was re-released on vinyl recently, and I may have to grab it, even though it's like maybe one of my least favorite albums ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like people that like have to like that have to own like the garbage pale kids on Blu-ray. It's just like <laughs> someone had yeah, this has to be perver- preserved somehow, you know? Uh, like I can't not. But anyway, uh, so th- that album in question uh, originally released in 1982. It has ten tracks. Uh, the first of those is Dog Police, um, and it is far and away the best song of the album, um, and yeah. nothing, nothing else uh, comes close. I will leave it up to you how much you would like to um, pull things up as, as you choose, but uh, uh, <laughs> highlights include uh, a track called Hamburgers, which is basically uh, a Casio-led monologue from the lead guy in like slow as molasses thing as he talks about how much he loves getting hamburgers at drive through places and that's the entire song like literally every gimmick on this album is like you get the gist in like the first 30 seconds and then there's like no other like actual thing to it that's just what it is uh immediately after that uh you have probably the most uh beguiling song of uh just gender shit happening that I've ever heard, which is I'm Butch, which is uh, features a a female singer. Uh, And I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the lyrics here. Um, uh, Lyrics include uh, things like, uh, uh, let's see here. I find a girlfriend when I want to have fun, babe, you know what I mean. Um, I'm going to teach judo in a girl's resort. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what uh, what the fuck what? I'm Butch and what do you suppose I'm wearing pants with that pantyhose uh, and then my, my favorite thing is the chorus of the song which is one of the most uh, confusing things I've ever heard in my life so uh, I'm Butch is performed by ostensibly uh, a cis woman who's in the band or featured on, on the album uh, mm-hmm. the chorus goes as follows I was a nurse a high school teacher at Saturday the daughter of a preacher now I'm a jockey at the radio station, saving my money for my operation. Oh my god! <laughs> this, this whole thing smacks of, of gender. <laughs> Dog police trans woman? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. But uh, the operation's probably like a boob job, let's be real. Because it was the era. No, you're, was, getting, it was, it was the... you're getting a snout added on. <laughs> 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 You're getting a snout. Uh, 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 a, few, a few other highlights before we move on uh, include because uh, I I ran this back. I had time to run this back before hopping onto this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, positive reinforcement, which is just basically the lead singer trying to pretend to be depressed for four minutes on a song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, immediately after that, a track called "Happy," which is just uh, basically. Uh, virgin version of uh fitter happier i'm not kidding oh oh, oh my no. god is this album on spotify <laughs> it is on spotify uh oh, jesus um and then the closer is um a song called reproduce which uh the chorus goes we're only here to reproduce which hearing that from the dog police is just i i'm sorry i i i gotta i i am king shaming that shit unfortunately <laughs> uh but I, I, I won't make you listen to the album on air, but um, I do suggest pulling up the video for 1-800, which is the other music video that they have made. Which, um, uh, I was going to say, do we want to mention the TV pilot? Oh, <laughs> I will mention the TV pilot. The TV pilot is insane. I have watched it. I have fought with the people who run uh, 
the service that compiles films for Letterboxd about trying to keep it on their service, and they they will not listen to me. They keep taking it down, even though it's a, a one-time short film deal. That uh, is a they, short they, film by they, now. They hate Dog Police, they hate Patrick Goes to Jollibee, and they especially hate Pixar Sodas. They will not allow, they will allow Pixar, Pixar sodas, sodas, the biggest hit of the summer, They'll to be on their They'll put every service. fucking episode of Black Mirror up there as a movie, but they won't put Dog Police up there? Come on. Yeah. come on it's it's bullshit uh mm-hmm. but the dog police pilot uh notable for featuring uh jeremy piven and adam sandler uh pre fame pre-fame. <laughs> uh but um it also has a different version of the song dog police uh it has new lyrics including one of my favorite uh additions which uh in order to do exposition for the show uh immediately in the verse says they came from outer space hell yeah <laughs> so I mean, they're dog really police from outer space dog police is like proto gore this is awesome <laughs> uh okay so 1-800 let's watch a little bit of this this is the cheapo version of uh the dog police brand yeah because i will say the dog police music video say what you will it's very high production the makeup looks great it's shot on film it looks it looks good, at least relatively compared to what we're about to watch, which is filmed on, you know, crappy VH or crappy VHS slash like tape camera. I don't like George Lucas's voice. I don't like I don't like him. I don't like his vibes. No, his his voice is actively unpleasant and like all the effects on Dog Police, the song, make it clear why he did that. Yeah. This this is just basically a Doctor Demento song. Yeah. This is the hook. <laughs> this is like pr- proto like Jason Derulo, or the <laughs> hook is just like a horrible horrible sound effect noise. Anyway, that, that's, this that's is all proto you needed. Jack Stauber. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really all you need to get the sense of how far the dog police brand fell between music videos yeah uh let's keep uh, it going uh, let's yes, get yes, back because, to Saul. because maddie maddie you know who the dog police is safe from they're safe from john kramer you know why because john kramer life. john kramer never targeted cops that's true <laughs> yeah wise words <laughs> that again okay this is just gonna be just getting genuinely pissed off about a movie script Okay, uh, now Soul X, of course, I'm very excited about Soul X, of course, we know this, we all know this, I'm very excited for the movie, we're all excited for the movie, but that line is maybe the worst, the worst thing in any of the Saw movies, the, just the, the worst line ever said in the movies, because literally, literally, he targets cops from the beginning, he is a, John Kramer and his, and his disciples have killed a cop Every single Saw movie, Saw one, they kill. Uh, uh, they kill Maddie. Sandy, you're 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 double talking because oh, John yeah. Kramer never, never killed, killed anyone. Okay, John Kramer. Okay, let's just say this: a cop has never survived a trap that John Kramer has put them in. All right, whose fault is that? It's it's their fault because they didn't appreciate life enough. Um, but uh, the one uh, uh Danny Glover's uh, partner. In Sing. Saw one. What's his name? Sing. Detective Sing. Sing. Gets uh shot by like four shotguns on, on a roof. He gets he gets his, his fucking head blown up. 
Saw two. Uh, Detective Eric Matthews, Eric Matthews gets you know cap gets captured and put into a salt trap. And obviously, uh, all those the, the the four SWAT officers did not appreciate their life when they got electrocuted on the fence uh, by uh, by going to his to uh, John Kramer's lair. Mm-hmm. Saw three, of course, uh, Detective Carey. Four, uh, Rig and Eric Matthews finally uh, getting. Last thing we saw for it, it, it is the worst one, but it also has some has, of the sickest kills. Uh-huh. The ice block head head pop is like one of the be- most beautiful things in the world. And also the guy getting the pedophile getting a, the pedophile rapist getting his limbs ripped off. That's great. Uh, Saw five. What cop gets killed in Saw five? Strom. Strom. Yeah. Which uh, you should play the video because uh, I did not have oh. an appropriate video for this. So uh, what I have here is uh, the cue at the end of Saw 5 uh, known as Choice. And it's just that. So no bullshit dialogue, just Strom eating shit while Hoffman is in the glass coffin getting lowered into the floor. Yeah. One of the greatest endings of any Saw One movie. of the greatest It's a great endings. ending. A little head tilt that <laughs> Hoffman does. So, uh, biggest dumbass in Saw 5. I actually think that there's some competition here. I mean, Strom mm. is an obvious one, but I think uh, we could make the case for everyone in the main trap because when it gets yes. to, that, to that fucking room where they should realize that there's enough room for all of them in the drainage pipes and they don't do yes. that. Yeah, I think I think the, fir- the first part of that trap you, I could see like okay, yeah, I like, see them you might not it. know that the keys the keys are universal and they work on all the locks. Like, of course, here's the thing. Of course, the whole thing with Saw Five is you can you can explain it like oh, like they're all selfish people. Like that's yeah. why. But even then, but even then, it's a little ridiculous because more than one person can fit in those fucking pipes or you, or the fucking whatever <laughs> drains. Are you kidding me? Uh. Okay, back to back to uh, killing cops in Saw movies or cops not appreciating their life in these Saw movies. Uh, Six Perez and all the cops in what probably the, maybe maybe the greatest scene in any of the Saw movies, in my opinion. Right now, you are feeling helpless. Yes, that scene is incredible. That's a good scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saw Seven. Hoffman uh, just fucking kills the entire police station. Yeah, kills the entire police station. Uh, let's see, Jigsaw. Oh yeah, the cop at the end in Jigsaw. Yeah gets killed and then a, a spiral uh samuel jackson of course and all the cops and all the cops in the traps that one is almost completely dedicated to killing cops jigsaw never targeted cops though jigsaw never targeted wait did they say that john kramer or jigsaw never targeted cops i think i think they said john kramer you could say that amanda targeted cops you could say that hoffman targeted cops but john kramer plausible deniability so, um, so yeah, we're watching, we're watching Strom get crushed grid. to death. Yeah. So, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the main trap in Saw Five. Gavin made it. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, the, the arm snapping. Yes, is the black. arm snap with the blood on Hoffman. It's great. But uh, Gavin made a great point about the uh, main trap. Of course, if you haven't seen the Saw movies, I'm sorry for what we've been talking about for the past hour or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, Saw 3, Saw 4, and Saw 5 all take place basically within hours of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saw 3 and 4 take place at the same time, and Saw 5 takes yes. place immediately after that. And yes. the main traps in Saw 3 and Saw 4 are very John Kramer and his accomplice involved. And the main trap in Saw 5, they never come into contact with any 
of Jigsaw's protégés or John Kramer himself. They're just kind of left to their own devices. They don't get custom traps. They're all just doing whatever Jigsaw tells them or pipe bombs will go off. Uh, yeah. Gavin called them John Kramer's Dogs. They don't even get to eat the puppet <laughs> when they survive. They're just kind of... Uh, I called them an IT department that was trapped in an escape room overnight. <laughs> they just do not get any attention from Jigsaw or his protégés. They're just left to their own devices, and I love the, it. They're, they're used as like a ploy to, like, to, to frame Strom, really. That's yeah. really their only purpose. It's just to further, you know, like, ha- you know, put him in, in you know... Oh, hey, he's the accomplice, you know. They don't uh, even get to meet the fucking puppet. No. I, I I think, is it, I think that one is just Kramer on the TV. I think he's just like, hey, I, I, I can't, I can't really afford to do Billy the Puppet stuff. I'm, you're just going to have to see me. Billy's you're rates have got to see me. <laughs> Billy's rates got too high for him. <laughs> <laughs> again, the, again, his, they got to pay me the two mil, you know, yeah. Billy the Puppet's like, they got to pay me the two mil. And John Kramer was like, I ain't paying the two mil. We're, we, ain't, we ain't hiring you for this one. And even in, in, in Spiral, they go so far, they replace him. They replace Billy the Puppet with the fucking Billy. pig. The fucking pig. Which, honestly, I like the pig. That's one of the best parts of Spiral. I Mr. Do like Cuddles, or whatever his name. Mr. Snuggles, or something like that. Mr. Snuggles. It fits for the movie. Yeah. Like, it, it fits for the movie. It's a copycat killer. It's, like, very clear, like, they they, they don't, like, unlike Jigsaw, oh, where we'll they kind of like, oh, he might be alive. He'll be alive. We'll get the spiral. Anyways, let's get back to let's change the channel back to MTV, and uh, we enter uh, what I would like to call, at least for these next two songs, uh, the Hell Zone because these next two songs are hell for me. Oh come uh, what on! Is, what's our next one, Grant? Our next song is Trios Da Da Da. This okay. song rocks. I'm I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> this song rocks for about a minute and a half and then it keeps going uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, of course what you're going to learn about the these next two songs of me uh, I don't like the German people I don't like their music <laughs> I hate Germany uh, Angela Merkel uh, should be murked uh, <laughs> Secret Service if you hear that that was a joke this bit don't, I, I, I have no plans I have no plans to hurt the former uh, Prime Minister of Germany is she still the prime minister? I think you're asking the chancellor. wrong people uh, here. I don't know. Uh, I think the problem here is I've uh, I'm unfortunately too recently European to hate on this. Like mm. I, I just got back from Europe. I, I'm technically like an honorary German for all I care. I was not in Germany for the record. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so Teutonic and so it's like proto "I'm too sexy" by Frank said Fred in a way. Well, it's a like basically bit. you you tried to make like a very basic like techno song with like nothing, but also like it's still kind of like weirdly new wave. I I don't know. I think I'm also mildly spoiled because my first exposure to the song I never heard the actual version, the the real song until today. But um, my first exposure to this was somebody uh, like a decade ago mashing it up with Technologic on SoundCloud, and so that's okay. my like. <laughs> All right, I can see that that appeal. That. It does rip that way. I love his little hand move he does after the keyboard rip. <laughs> yeah, he's playing there... the, the, the tiniest keyboard known to man. <laughs> Guitarist is in a bucket hat. Just some great fashion going on in this one. Yeah, this, again, bald-ass, tall motherfucker. Uh, he looks like, again, fucking Tim Burton. T- 
Tim Burton wishes he, wishes he could cast this man in his movie. You know what this is? This is we have craft work at home. I was going to call this yeah. easy core craft work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that guy looks on the drums looks like Klaus Nomi. He does. He's got the same hair. Speaking of people who had great-ass music videos in this period. Oh, I should have put some Klaus Nomi on this. His Lightning Strikes mm. cover yes, or something. Yes, the Lightning Strikes video is fucking great. The thing okay, is, maybe, I this think one's I... maybe it's growing on me a little the, bit. The drummer it's reminds a good groove. The drummer reminds me so much of the guys that Tim and Eric would get to play, like, backing <laughs> band members in any other, like, the Puss Whip Gang Bang sketch and stuff. Yeah. He's just looking, like, straight ahead. He just, he just has a little symbol and a snare. It's great. The thing is, I think this is a better surf rock song than the song we're about to get to a little bit further on, is the oh, thing. I will fight you on that, Natalie. <laughs> I mean, I I do love this song, but he his expressions make it look like he's like showing off these products at an electronic store and is like, do you like, do you like? Yeah, this does have a very Home Depot <laughs> floor display model vibe. We'll get to some shopping later, though. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we will get to some. We'll, shopping. we'll be shopping A to Z in in, in just a bit. Uh, yeah, what again? It's a little too long. But for the song of the time, like it's in, it's like I feel like it's been in like trailers and stuff. Like it's endured. It was in uh, uh, a movie that uh, Red Letter Media talked about in Best of the Worst, I believe. The Infested movie that had Rem Lazar and the kid from Gremlins and the Pink Ranger from Power Rangers. Oh yeah, that yeah. video. Okay, yeah, they, they one of the characters brings out a forty-five of this and starts buying it. Amazing. Okay, mm -hmm. interesting. Uh well then let's let's again, speaking of music and horror movies yes <laughs> oh boy uh, I I'm gonna keep it real with you I did not actually watch this video <laughs> that's <laughs> fine that's fine I did I was, that last I week put, I was putting shit on here just to fill out the playlist but this is a, a music video by the band Mushroom Head that was in Saw Six you got a Saw Six music video you got the Shotgun Carousel right from the start mm -hmm. it's a good time. Another... Oh, yeah, I did I did watch this. This is basically like fucking Ogre. Yeah. We did talk about Mushroom Head in the uh, bands that dress up like Halloween monsters episode, and yes. we had some very mean things to say about them. <laughs> uh, basically, it all boiled down to we have Slipknot at home. They uh, <laughs> gave us the vibes of spirit Halloween scare actors doing a band in their spare time. But uh, <laughs> that being said, Saw 6 is my favorite Saw, so... I'll, I'll be nice to them for for making music for it. Uh, can we all say it at the same Ugh. time? A certain three-syllable word that starts with a P from this movie? One, two, three. Piranha. 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 Uh, yeah, this, this video, uh, this is one of the ugliest looking things that I've ever had to lay my eyes upon. And I watched Dog Police, alright? <laughs> I just watched Dog Police. And even then, this is just... They couldn't even do the wretched. shotgun carousel, no. right? Fuck, I might watch Saw 6 after we finish here, just to prep myself for tomorrow. Oh god, yeah. I made my boyfriend I watch it for the first time this week. He loved That's a nice. beautiful experience. That, mm -hmm. that brings relationships closer, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, this... 
I mean, it's very fitting that they are in Saw, considering, um, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Grant, you know who I'm talking about. The, uh, the guy who plays Pavi in, uh, Repo. Like, the, this guy has, like, the same vibe. Ogre? Yeah. From, uh, Skinny Puppy. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. It's, it's, that, that's the vibe of mainly Yes, definitely. They even have a guy in the band that's wearing a mask that has fucking braids on it. Like, the sli- we have Slipknot at home. <laughs> okay, I, I've, I've, I've run uh, my course we talk this about, one. We, could... we need to talk about Saw 6, though. Leftist John Kramer goes after the filthy capitalists of the healthcare system. Yes. Oh, who's the biggest dumbass in Saw 6? I feel like that's actually a tougher one. Like, that's yeah, not a tougher is... one. That's not as easy, because uh, it's like the characters are not argue, that dumb. I'm gonna argue Hoffman. I was about to say the same thing mm. for the fucking janitor. Uh, trap. Ooh. He did not deserve to be in a trap. He cleaned no. up shit. Well, that's a different. That's a different. That's a different thing entirely. That, that's. Uh, a, that's. I, I was going to argue Hoffman because uh, one of my favorite moments in Saw Six is uh, the bit where Hoffman gets uh, found out, uh, and they they do the really um, amazingly stupid line: uh, "We could turn his algorithm upside down with his voice modulation," <laughs> uh, uh, which is not a real thing. Uh, but uh, immediately after that, um, he's accused. He's like, "Hey, we know you planted like dead people's fingerprints all over these crime scenes in order to incriminate them because you did that with Miss Strom." And he's like, "No, I didn't." Kills every cop in the room, and then immediately does it again. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Hoffman might be the biggest dumbass in that one. I, I will say, I mean, here's, I, 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 I don't disagree. I do think that the other FBI guy in Perez, they're also really dumb. Cause it's just like, okay, like, why are you like, like, okay. You they know, shouldn't this have guy... removed the voice modulation from Hoffman's voice in front of him. Like at that point, yeah. you know, he's a psycho yeah. killer. You probably should have like had him arrested beforehand or like, you know, had like SWAT ready to go to like, yes. as soon as you, as soon as you have the big moment, like have SWAT come in before he can do anything. Like you gave him, of course, at the same time, it's like, okay, what well, this guy's going to kill like all three of us immediately kills all three of them uh but even then yeah hoffman's dumb but i do think perez and uh fbi guy that i i don't remember his name a uh, very forgettable character they're up there i, I think they should not be <laughs> strong not part unmentioned. two strong <laughs> strong yeah strong, strong two. part two strong two the son of strong uh, <laughs> oh god uh, uh well did... go ahead go ahead Greg. Oh, go did ahead. y'all know that the uh the woman from the opening Pound of Flesh trap won a contest to be in yes. Saw 6 yes. via the Scream Queens yes. TV show. Yeah, I just wanted yes. to mention that. That's a beautiful she's experience. Great. Yeah. yeah, she's fucking she's great. She's great in it. Uh, also, also, one of my favorite Hoffman being a dumbass moments is the bit where um, he uh, goes up to her face after the trap and asks her if she's grateful for what she's gone through. Oh my god, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, like, like other people are in the room. Like, that is such a jigsaw thing to do. <laughs> You know what? I, I I think Hoffman is still the big... If, there, if there's anything you should learn from the MTV days before the MTV <laughs> craze episode of the Indie Heads podcast, it says all the cops in Saw are dumb. That's yes. that's the message of our MTV episode. All the cops... Again, just cops in general are all very dumb. Like, don't... Again, these, these cop shows that you watch on, on your network television, cops aren't like that in real life. They're more like cops in the Saw movies. They're very, very dumb. Oh God! Well, let's let's change the channel once again to MTV. Um, you know what? Uh, um, you know sometimes if you have nothing nice to say, 
you shouldn't say anything at all. So I'm going to play the song Nina Hagen, New York, New York. And uh, I'm just not going to say anything. Maddie will go on and on about gremlin core. And when an actual <laughs> real life gremlin shows up, he's like, I'm out. This this fucking rules. This is so important. Maddie has stepped away from the camera. Yeah, Maddie just left. He doesn't <laughs> want to talk about Nina Hagen. Uh, when when I listened to the song, I sent to Grant Grant in chat. Uh, Nina Hagen was the original crazy ass white girl, and I stand by it. Yeah, if you're gonna watch any videos from this episode, it should be Dog Police and New York, New York by Nina Hagen because her look in this is insane. She's amazing. I love that she has the same like princess ponytail that like you would give to a five-year-old yeah she's got like the birthday party <laughs> princess ponytail going on like she looks like she could be in a john waters movie like she does she's got the divine thing going on yeah no this is maddie is just being homophobic he's he's not respecting gay culture like this yeah we can say whatever we want he's not here yeah he's not gonna hear any of this yeah maddie's actually homophobic if you didn't know that uh he's he told me in private that he doesn't care for gay people <laughs> Uh, he wants to sell the Indie Heads podcast to Elon Musk because he thinks we're going to woke. Uh, I mean, Nat can back all of this up. She's heard it as well. Yeah, you you should hear the stuff that happened before we hit record on this one. Like, yeah. Uh, Maddie did say that the Indie Heads podcast was, and I quote, pulling a Bud Light. I, I don't know what he means by that, but you can pull your interpretations if you want. This uh, is... This, you know what this is to me? Like, when she hits the, like, actual refrain here and is, like, pulling from the actual, like, song New York, New York, mm -hmm. is it It reminds me of, like, uh, EMA's California, but good. <laughs> <laughs> she is mugging to the camera, though. She's a natural performer. Yeah. It's, it's really telling that when I went to go look up most of the bands here, she has a Wikipedia page that is, like, to the extent of, like, a Devo or, like, a... Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a cult icon in, she's like, amazing. especially the goth circle. Yeah. She's... I somehow had never oh, heard God, her before still going. this. Oh, Maddie is so upset. <laughs> Maddie, you have something so, so perfect waiting for you in the editing room here. In the end, oh god, yeah, I don't know what I missed the last two minutes. So, like I said, I I, I literally just went to, I just went to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I needed to go pee, and I was like, well, this is a great song to do that. Um, this is bad. I, I, you know, I'm gonna say I don't like her voice. Here's the thing: I like the instrumentation. It's very fun, kind of new wavy. The way but she does this... like the growls when she says disco. Like the Future Islands guy jacked so much swag for Nina Hagen. Yes, that is true. Um, Imagine if David Lightman had seen this shit. Yeah, I, I will say though about Nina Hagen uh, in this video, would <laughs> would she? She is. I and I don't say this often. She is serving with this look. Yeah, she is serving. This is like what? This 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 sounds like the most unwanted song. <laughs> like she's doing opera shit that literally sounds like the most unwanted song. Maddie, you just oh, don't appreciate art. Well, yeah, I, I host this podcast. That, after you know what? Two, Fair enough. After doing two hundred and forty-two <laughs> episodes plus all these other fucking episodes we've done, of, of course this would kill my desire for art. <laughs> I hate. Uh, Grant, I do have to ask where this song appeared in the MTV chronology because, like, this is one of those videos where it's like, other than her look, there's not really much going on. So I'm curious, like, how oh, I didn't look into... that far into the charts. 
I, I've just known about this video since I was a kid because I just looked up goth videos and this showed up and I was like, wow, this rocks. Well, I'm happy you have that at least. Uh, oh, Nina she's Hagen. barking. Is oh, she in Dog that's, Police? That's, that was a, yeah, that was a beautiful tribute to Dog Police, her favorite band. Hell yeah. Oh, she's doing the dog move. Oh, yeah. The original okay. puppy girl Jenna. <laughs> oh, God, this. No, don't, please don't invoke Puppy Girl Jenna. On Can this someone, episode. Will for Thrill, send Dog Police to Puppy Girl Jenna and ask her thoughts on it? <laughs> I, I mean, if you ask Will to do that, he will do it. Oh, will, he doesn't, li he doesn't will, listen to the podcast. True, yeah. You'll have to ask him in the Discord. Yeah, I'll send it to Will and be like, Can you send this to Puppy Girl Jenna? <laughs> oh, this was uploaded by Style of. Le, Le the drummer, Laroc. Yeah. Who's the drummer? Oh God. Uh, I I so I listened to the the live version of this uh, that is on Spotify, and at the end she shouts out uh, her two favorite people, which are David Bowie and Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I thought it was gonna be some way worse than that. That's pretty fun. <laughs> She's kind of giving Susie in this kind of. She Pause is freeze frame. Mm -hmm. She yeah. looks like she, she looks like uh she's in the Broadway musical Cats. She's oh, got the that's same true. cats. She's yeah. got cats makeup right now. Um, Speaking I'm changing of, the channel. I'm changing the oh, yeah. channel. Let's let's change the channel back to Saul. Uh, to on... the one of the best Saw movies in my my estimation. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I, I respect did... you writing Saw for her final chapter. Oh my I god, did... yeah. <laughs> Queen. This is an Amanda. <laughs> I, is... I did not have uh, a video for Saw 7, so I just. Because Chester Bennington is in Saw 7, uh, this is a, an AMV set to Numb uh, with Saw, or with Amanda and Hoffman. Uploaded by number one Shakira fan. <laughs> Whose profile picture is a picture of Hoffman <laughs> in the fucking glass coffin. <laughs> So I think we can all agree on who the biggest dumbass in Saw 3D is, right? Oh, it's Gibson. Oh, I was going to say it's Bobby. Bob There's a lot yes, of dumbasses. Yes, yes it's that probably was Bobby. what I actually had. Bobby is my pick for the biggest dumbass in the entire Saw Bobby series. Bobby is amazing. I, I would know. I think Jeff. Jeff is pretty. Uh, Maddie, Bobby went on a fucking nationwide tour <laughs> on a lie about how he survived a killer that targets fucking liars. That is a dumbass move. That I is also, true. I, I love that his entire MO in that movie is he walks into a room where a trap is, is like, what do I do? And like tries to help somebody through it and then immediately starts yelling at them that they're doing it badly. Yes! <laughs> he does, He's great. He does traps like Tim Robinson would if he was in the Saw movie. Yes! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> shut up! You need All to you have to do talking. is shut up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! Uh, that reminds me that, uh, hold on, I'm gonna try to see if I can find it, uh, something that I shared recently, which is, the Saw, uh, subreddit is a place of magic and joy and beauty, and I, I highly recommend you go there, especially after the new movie comes out, because I'm sure there's gonna be some amazing posts on there. Of course. Um, but a few weeks ago, I came across, uh, this post that is, uh, one of my favorite things, uh, if I can find it real quick. Yeah. Somebody fill for time, fill for time. Uh, so yeah. Amanda is like the best Saw character, right? 
Oh, absolutely. A shout out to uh, star of the Indie Heads podcast, Shawnee Smith, who gave Maddie, I... AJ, and Gavin J-O-I once. Yeah, I, I re-watched that. I, I re-listened I... to that episode recently. Yeah, I paid <laughs> for so Shawnee Smith to, to give uh, the guys advice uh, that turned out to be J-O-I stuff. My, uh, <laughs> my all-time favorite moment of this podcast might be during that uh, cameo, where she goes, thank you for the cameo, Natalie. You'll be in my thoughts. And Gavin just immediately goes, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shawnee Smith was on the set of, uh, of Saw X just going, I wonder what Natalie's doing today. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, because I, I can say this now, because it's not happening, but uh, my aspirations before the SAG strike happened were going to be to interview her for uh, Saw X and then bring oh, up the cameo. damn. Oh, damn. I wish that happened. A A A M P A M P T P. You guys fucked up because I would I would have loved to have read that. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bastards. someday, but the, the time is not now. Anyway, uh, the a few weeks ago, one of the most popular posts on the Saw subreddit uh, in regards to that one trap that we were talking about. Why did Nina scream almost constantly when the whole point of the trap is to stay quiet? Is she stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, which, by, by the way, Saul Seven, I I do agree that it's not as bad as people. I I think the it's big a thing with Saul experience. The thing with Saul Seven is I think people, if that movie had a better color grade, people would appreciate that movie more. Every Much woman like in that movie wearing Black pink is so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the, the the thing is like the color grade is part of the reason I love it because it looks so cheap and so bad and so like poorly produced. Uh, the thing that I always say is it basically feels like if you tried to adapt saw into a basic cable show but still tried to have gore in it um like it, <laughs> yes. it, it looks yeah. it looks like a like usa network detective show like right down to the fact that like the character that you're following for like a good chunk of it is basically a dumbass like hick detective that's true and then i love gibson gibson is cor- beautiful mm-hmm. they, again of course they killed off all the cops that we knew from like the first six movies <laughs> yeah so they just had to bring in a bunch of people that like the, again, just the Gibson, who is uh, the guy who gets killed first in Final Destination, gets hung. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that guy, beautiful characters. I, I, although I will say with Saul Seven, the one thing of Saul Seven that that rubs me the wrong way is definitely the brazen bull trap. Because it, yes. it's just like, yeah, Bobby's wife didn't deserve that. Innocent. Like, that's that's a that's a total Hoffman move. Like yes. that man just wants people to again. I mean, there's literally. I think it's. Either, I think it's in Saul Six. I want to say where like he's listening back to the traps, and it's just people screaming. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so you like you get off on this. Like you really get off on mm-hmm. this. You don't get. You don't give a shit about appreciating life. Like you just want to kill people in in fun, creative ways. John would be so upset. He would be very upset. You know that that that, that was his legacy. But let's let's change the channel back to MTV. Let's change it back. Oh, and let's go. We have a bomb here. This this is uh after two brutal songs in a row, for me at least, we get to Surf Punk's My Beach, which is a beautiful one minute, 47 second track that's like very proto like fiddler, like the you know, surf punk oh, wave so that's of why the 2010s. I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, Surf you're capping. You're capping so hard, Natalie. This song is great. This, this is probably my least favorite in the bunch. Cap. Capping. 
This song is awesome. Uh, Gavin and I discovered Surf Punks because we found the actual Surf Punks LP at a uh, secondhand record store. And we just took one look at the cover and we said, well, we have to buy it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's two blonde guys that look like golden retrievers. Um, this is me and Gavin if we had California brain. Uh, this is yeah. like the, the perfect comp, like middle ground in between Grant Core and Gavin Core. It's just weird <laughs> 80s new wave, but by the most head empty guys on earth. Yeah, like, I like that. The, that baseline is so sick. The bassist looks like Fonzie. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's gotta be intentional. I, I think the what surf punk with the guitar. It is just a s- skateboard that they have attached a neck to with no strings. Yes. For this video. Oh my god. Yeah, this is one of the cheapest looking videos that yeah, we've watched. Yeah, this is definitely because they, they're not even they they didn't they did, couldn't even afford to like go to like an actual beach. They just have this like really shitty set. Yeah, it's like a school play. Yeah, it's like they only had it for a they, they only had the studio space for like a day, so they very quickly put this together. You know. Oh wait, sorry, I'm I'm looking at the Surf Punks Wikipedia page. They are they have passed on. Rest in peace, Surf oh, Punks. Oh, rest in peace, Surf Punks. Like, uh, also, like all of uh, them are dead, or just the main guy? The main two. Okay, rest in peace. Uh, it also does look like uh, the the surf punks are nepo babies. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, well, yeah, that makes that makes sense. That that makes sense considering what surf punk would become in like the twenty tens. <laughs> so they are the proto fiddler. They are the proto fiddler. Dennis Dragon and Drew Steele. What the oh, fuck? They're the brother of Captain and Tennille's yeah. Dragon. Uh, okay. God damn. Oh, so they have connections to the Beach Boys. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> and you know who else had connections to the Beach Boys? Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Just another another, uh, another man who never killed anybody, much like uh, John Kramer, of course. True. <laughs> he never killed anybody. Spit, spitting nothing but facts here. <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, we now get into... Uh, so- I- there was nothing for. I assume there was nothing for uh, no, Jigsaw. I, I, no. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Jigsaw has nothing going for it. This is just yeah. a a supercut of all first seven Saw movies. Uh, what is this fucking song that I put in here? I I don't even remember. Voices by Disturbed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're getting back to the roots. So Jigsaw is like the worst Saw movie, right? Yeah. Uh no, I can't. I can't. I, I think it's got it's got some stuff I like. You're I think it's not, it's not very. It's definitely it's definitely bottom tier. But I I I can't say it's the worst. It's not. Sorry, I just, I'm I'm I have to point out that David Drummond is saying what sounds like saw. In <laughs> I think Jigsaw again. Jigsaw like it's got some stuff going for it. Like it's, I do like the main trap. I think. It, that that's kind of a fun scenario, you know, the farm like It's just it's not I'm, gritty, it's not <laughs> grimy. I I hate the redesigned that that's Billy. The aspect of it. I hate the wait, flat wait, wait. screen TVs. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Are you breathing now in the song as strong as in the the drowning Oh, this box? is a pretty good AMV. No, yeah. it's great. Um no, yeah, Jigsaw for me is just it's too clean. I think Grant said something about like how like the second like the buckets like look clean and not rusty and dirty, it's like yeah, it that's how you know it's oh, not worth there's it. There's 
Jesse's friend from Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> I, I think that's I think it's very fair. Which I think again, obviously the, the the directors of that movie are the guys who did like Daybreakers and shit. Oh, which I yeah. like Daybreakers. I think Daybreakers is, Daybreakers a, is an is underrated fine. horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but they were they're the wrong people for the pro. I I I, get, I think for like okay, we're trying to reboot Saw for like a modern age, and so that means kind of cleaning some things up. It, again, I I don't think it's as, it's not that bad, but I I do agree that it, it's definitely against. What? Saw? Saw? Oh, yeah, the <laughs> autopsy scene of John Kramer and Saw 4 is. That's some of the craziest special effects in the yes. entire franchise. Mm. Okay, yeah, we're, right. just, yeah. we're just, we're we, just we getting nostalgic about Saw. We gotta keep. I, we gotta keep... I, I just hate that the plot twist that is, oh, it took place while the other Saws were. And it's like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, that, <laughs> they were on flat screen TVs. That jigsaw had LED eyes. Like, no. That was not taking place in between Saw yeah, two and three. I, I, like, I, here's the thing: if you want to talk about like a horror, like a horror sequel that did the sort of like, oh, it's actually a prequel the entire time. If you want to talk about a fran- especially a franchise one that did that really well, of course, I'm talking about Final Destination five. Yeah, ate its lunch as that, far as that went. That twist is great, where it's like, yeah. oh, like, and here's the thing: like, there's there's subtle hints of the entire movie of like, hey, this 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 yeah, actually this takes, takes place, place in the past. Yeah, like there's there's hints in there. It's not obvious. They don't throw it at you right away. Like it's good stuff. But back to let's change the channel back to MTV. And this this next video slash song is uh, <laughs> this is this is true like pre MTV cray shit. Uh, it's Tony Basil shopping from A to Z. Uh, this was her follow up single to Mickey. Um, Shout and, out to okay. the shadows. Shouts out Todd in the Shadows. Great one hit Wonderland video. Uh, we've this is got... one of the most beautiful songs we've ever covered on this podcast. Yeah, we have Tony Basil. We have uh, Keith Sutherland playing Billy Idol. Uh, and uh, Buckwheat from uh, Little Rascals as the child. This is just uh, what course... goes through my head every single day because I am a good girl and a bad girl who shops. Mm-hmm. Women be shopping. Uh, exactly. Of course, this, of course uh, this song would be, you know, is a precursor to uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, Store. Of course. Yes. Great song. I'm just going to the store to the store. I'm just going to the store. I love when all just the gra- the graphics just pop up on the screen. It's like house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, oh, she just crashed into somebody. Fish, cheese, garlic, cake, hairspray. I don't know if dip would be good with hairspray. <laughs> well, let's go with chips, which is C. C was chili. Oh, it was? Oh. Yeah, you, you would think you, you would do chips <laughs> into you dip. fake shopping fan. <laughs> uh, Tony, that's from Z to A. Yeah, you gotta get this straight. Yeah, maybe she's dyslexic. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> I thought you I lo- said poupon for a second instead of coupon. I love all the people dancing in line. This is such yeah. a cute little video. Yeah, you know. Of course, Tony people- Basil. Yeah. You go, go ahead, Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Oh, I'll, I was I'll... just gonna say, you know, all these people in this video were just like her dance troupe at the time. Exactly, oh, which of course. Uh, Tony Basil, before she became a pop star for a brief period there, uh, was a super accomplished dancer. Uh, danced in a number of movies. Uh, was an a- you know acted. I think she Wait. was an Easy Rider. I think. Yes. 
nothing. <laughs> X, nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, again, very accomplished. Like she's one of the most respected like dancer slash choreographers of all time. Like she's very well respected in the dance world. Of course, we were briefly talking about a Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads earlier. Another one of these yes. um, essential uh, pre-Michael Jackson Wait. MTV videos. Yeah. There was a dog barking. Dog police. Dog police. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to dog police. It all, it all goes back to dog police. But yes, Tony Basil uh, choreographed the Once in a Lifetime music video with David Byrne. So all of his crazy dance moves. That's Tony Basil. Love- yeah, I do love that this follows the like novelty song tradition of like drag itself out where it completes the list and then she's like, I forgot the list. Let me recite the entire list again. Yeah. Also, what this is, is this family experience. dynamic here? So we have Tony Basil, <laughs> we have uh, fake Billy Idol, uh, and and their uh, black child. I guess they adopted him. They adopted. They adopted. Yeah. That's great. Don't judge. Yeah. You know, there's nothing <laughs> the more positive coming out of the bag. <laughs> the tallest, the graphic oh, they, design. They all died. They oh, all died. Yeah. Rest in peace. Again, because again, they put the hairspray in the chips in the hey, dip. Asbestos. <laughs> B bleach. <laughs> C carbon chloroform. monoxide. <laughs> D death D death and that's the end because I just ate a D <laughs> E expire F funeral <laughs> what is he what would G even be <laughs> Or, do, you, do you need to hit a jack, Maddie? Do you need to hit a jet? Uh, uh, let's let's change the channel. Let's change the channel yeah. back to Saul. Uh, we're finally getting into uh, spiral territory, and you know uh, what it had to be. You know what it had to be. Twenty One Savage Spiral. Uh, uh, I'm surprised if, this has only six two six point two million views. I yeah, thought it would have way more. Yeah, because like Twenty One Savage is not like nobody. He's been, again one of the most popular yeah. rappers working today. I, I love this song. I am very glad that 21 Savage spearheaded the revival of the uh, end credits rap song. Yes. Like, it's just an amazing touch at the end of a pretty uh, okay, not very good Saw movie. It's not very good. I yeah. Here's the thing. This is, here's the thing. This was the first movie that I saw back in theaters post-vaccine. Mm. Uh, um and you know like and so I think the the excitement of that was kind of what made me feel more positively about this movie but I think the more that I think about it the more I really don't like it that much uh, like the traps the traps I, I think the biggest problem with the traps I, I don't I don't blame the filmmakers I blame the MPAA for that because uh, they really apparently they got yeah they the really MPAA cut them fucking, down yeah which is so strange considering what's in like the first like seven Saw movies yes um <laughs> Was there ever an unrated version that got like released uh, on like home video? I did see an a uh, recut version of the uh, finger trap, and it had a lot more added to it, and it definitely was better. I don't know if that's on the DVD or anything. I, I just saw it on the internet. Uh, yeah. I do think 
an uncut version would make it a little better. Uh, it wouldn't improve. It, it's, its flaws go beyond that. It, it's it wouldn't go improve that. Chris Rock's acting. Every time he <laughs> says the name Pete in that movie, I just laugh. <laughs> also, the, the most boring part of the Saw movies is all the cop shit. Yeah. And so, hey, let's make a Saw movie that's all all cop stuff. No, that's not that's not fun. That's yeah, boring. Yeah, it needed it's an everyman character to also be in it. I think exactly. Uh, I do like the opening trap. I like the copycat jigsaw killer's femi voice with the voice modulator. Yes. Uh, I I like the especially the tongue trap. I think that after jigsaw being all clean and sterile, seeing like just some nasty shit in a subway. Kinda... I, yeah. What I what I do like is that the traps they they do match. Of course, the 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 guy who is the the copycat killer copycat jigsaw killer is uh max minghella uh the the young new detective mm-hmm. uh I, th- there's things that I, I think there's really good stuff in spiral obviously i i think the concept of all the traps is great because again like you know this guy is not like an engineer like john kramer is so of course all these are pretty like you know very basic like mm-hmm. pretty you know low rent di more way more diy like compared to like some of the shit that Hoffman was doing where it's like, like you were an engineer Hoffman. Like I understand that John was teaching you, but like you couldn't have picked this up that good. <laughs> we didn't even uh, talk about the jigsaw protege and jigsaw. That's how memorable he is. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Uh, of course, you know, the end of the movie, of course the fame, you guys know the famous <laughs> line, the famous line that, that that's been uttered in a number of jigsaw movies, a number of saw movies. And that line is, I speak I for the dead. That. And he delivers it so fucking bad. It's like, I speak for the dead. It's it's game over. It's game over, man. Game over, man. Game over. You know how badly Jigsaw fucked up because we forgot to talk about the dumbest person in Jigsaw because nobody's memorable in Jigsaw. No one's memorable in Jigsaw. (laughs) Jigsaw Uh, isn't even memorable in Jigsaw. Yeah. Dumbest? Yeah, who is the dumb? I I don't know. I don't know any of the people in this movie. I don't remember anyone in Jigsaw. I can't even say. I get. I guess the the. I guess the lady, the the blonde lady, that gets that gets killed. The one that stole the that stole that woman's purse, and she had an asthma attack and died. Oh, and yeah. then gets stuck in the neck with a bunch of needles. Uh, uh, one 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 note though. He was my nephew. Oh my god! I forgot my, about that. John's Uncle nephew. Jigsaw. Uncle Jigsaw. <laughs> um, the biggest dumbass in Spiral has to be Chris Rock, right? He's up there. I, yeah. I I would say either him or like one of the fat cops. Not the one that gets killed initially, but the second one I would say. The finger the trap. One, the, one? Finger, the guy in the thing the guy in the finger trap. Yeah. That's probably my pick if I had to pick a dumbest guy. But Chris Rock is definitely a sec a close second. Um like I said, like Chris Rock saw a movie when that when it was announced, that I was vibrating. It was his twisted vision. I was vibrating, and it's just mm-hmm. like because Chris Rock was like, I want to do this because I'm a big Saw fan. It's like, all right, like mm-hmm. we have like actual fans. But again, the biggest issue of Spiral is a, is the biggest issue of Jigsaw, which is the script is really bad. Which here's yes. the thing. Is it, this isn't to say that like, oh, the Saw movies have great scripts. Of course not. But they understand they understand the movies. They understand the universe they put these movies in and they understand the tone. The the guys that they've, they've had to take over for Jigsaw and uh spiral and now saw x which that, that's my biggest worry about saw x is that it's like it's 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 written by the same duo i'm like do these guys fucking get it but i think the fact that they're bringing kramer back i think it's like okay like 
They like, can't Kramer's bog back. it down with like a new protege. It's it's got to be Tobin Bell. Tobin yeah. Bell is back for real this time, not like uh, Gotcha flashback. Well, it is it is a flashback movie, but it's like it's not like oh Gotcha flashback. Like it's like it's advertised like hey no he's in it like he's in it the entire time. Uh, Kevin Kevin the director of Saul Six, the best Saul sequel. He's back on the directing. Uh, and the trailers director look good. of Saw the File chapter. Of course, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he he is back. He's back in the directing chair. Uh, the trailers look great. The traps look amazing. It's like okay, we we again. I, maybe Saul is back. Maybe Saul also is the back. advertising. The advertising has been great. Absolutely. The Nicole Kidman trailer was fucking amazing. Yes, uh, they know I what they're AMC, doing this time around. Did y'all yeah. see the uh the uh popcorn bucket and drink holder that they made yes. that look like Billy's head. No. Yes. What? Where yeah. is that? Uh, I don't on. remember, but they've, they've released it for, uh, for is it Cinemark? X. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Oh my it. God. Yes. yes. Oh my God. You know I'm getting this shit. Yeah. Fuck. Where's the closest Cinemark to me? Oh, fuck. fuck. I need to look it up. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Spiral is very flawed. I I had a I had a fun time with it, but it's very flawed. It's and I don't fun, think it's going to age well. It it's definitely. I'm Chris Rock is just not great think, in it. I think most of it goes to our our precious baby boy Daryl Bowsman and yeah. like his his salvaging of the material. Um, yes, because like he he could do no wrong even when he does horribly horribly wrong like software. <laughs> Look, one day me and Nat are gonna have to combine our Darren Lynn Bowsman and music discussion, and we're gonna have to talk about fucking Devil's Carnival and Repo. And Repo. Yeah, on <sighs> on this podcast, we will have to. I have I have too many I have too many demons in there, and like memories of uh, people that I knew who were very into it in college to like let it go unchecked we're gonna we're gonna force you to sit through it unfortunately oh yeah well well let's change the channel back to mtv for our next track which is Haley michaels calling all girls i love this song i love this song song. (laughs) this song is incredible uh this this is is a power pop song that friend of the show luke phillips will try to show me for sure no this is i i literally messaged to grant if this song came out today stereo gum would call it like a vital song that proves that power pop revival is back in full force (laughs) Uh, worth mentioning hilly michaels drummer for sparks on big beats that's right yeah uh and then he had his own solo career which was this song and a couple others but this song is so good and i love this this if you're gonna watch any music video this episode we say this with every music this video this is the best music but this video. is like an actually great music video yes. it's rotoscoped yeah. the animation's really fun uh, I, I just really recommend it and this song has been stuck in my head since i made this episode the the harmonies on this song are so fucking tight uh, hilly does mm-hmm. kind of look like howard stern but it, it, he's allowed to have that. <laughs> no. You know what? He looks like live-action Chucky. Yeah. Oh my god, speaking, yeah. Speaking of horror icons. Horror icon Chucky. Jigsaw's back. Chucky's back. We're back. We're cooking. We're cooking. Yeah, the, again, this video is great. Like, this, this is... This is, this looks like, amazing. one of the best... Grant, this is one of the best gifts you've given me. Like, I'm glad I, you love this, because I really do love this, too. Calling Old Girls does sound like a bit that Will for Thrill would do. <laughs> oh god don't give him don't give him ideas thank god he doesn't listen to this podcast yeah <laughs> oh oh 
similar to Trevor Horn, he now works as a producer and manager of marketing and development. Oh wow! Uh, ah. I went. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what his producing credits are. But yeah. like, if if Hilly Michaels came out of retirement, uh, performing, and uh, was in like was doing a revival tour, I would go. He he made an album in 2010. That was the last thing he did. Oh, okay. All right. I'm glad he's still making music. Uh, also, apparently, uh, has a song in Caddyshack, which I did oh, not know. Oh, I didn't know that either. Okay. Yeah, some of these, like, 80s guys, they pop up in random places, you know? Yeah, this is a fun music video, fun song. Uh, I'm going to show Mo Tripper. Th- I'm going to show Luke this, and he's going to show Mo Tripper this. Look, I, I was going to say, but I was going to say, LP. like... I was gonna. I was gonna say, if you're a Motroper fan, you should listen to this. Yeah, honestly, legitimately, this is this is good. The no. reveal that he's calling all girls so they could come to his birthday party is like an all timer for me. <laughs> Damn, I wish again. every girl on earth would come to my birthday party. Yeah, and throw ice cream at my face. Oh, he's. Oh, he's... I can find any production credits. Uh. I'm going to check, like, all music or something. Yeah, I'm checking RYM. It's mostly, like, a lot of, like, other 70s and 80s bands that don't seem that big. But, you know, yeah. power to him. He's he's living his truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Uh, again, we're going to start the, the new cult following for Hilly Michaels. All right? We're going yeah, to bring Hilly him back. Michaels. The Hilly um, Michaels comeback is real, and we're going to make it happen. Let's see. All right. So do we uh, want to... let's let's not change the channel quite yet because okay. I only put ten. I put ten, put 10 videos so... in there for ten Saw movies. Uh, so let's let's get into this next MTV. We might track. we might we might have to do a brief recording at the end, like to add on after we've all seen Saw X on like Saturday. Yeah, I would be down, yeah. Yeah. Would be down well, to do before, that before I start editing. We might yeah. we might have to come back with our Saw X thoughts, but let's keep it going. We've got Monte Video and the cassettes with Shoop Shoop Diddy Wop. Kama Kama Wang Dang, uh, which I'm assuming that that that's just one of the best song titles of all time. Um, I will say, uh, l- listeners, I do want you to watch this video because uh, you know the scene in The Sopranos where Junior Soprano uh, is watching TV and then Curb Your Enthusiasm comes on. And he's like, "Why am I on the screen?" I felt that way watching <laughs> this video because. Like I guess Monte Video. I'm assuming that's his name. Monte Video looks just like me in like 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 ten years. You found it tethered. I found my tether. Like I was le- legitimately scary. How much I look like him. I don't like this. Like it, it freaks me out a little bit. He does look like you. I just it's just. It like, looks like, like if oh, you ended no. up in like like in your 40s like a science teacher but like the cool science teacher yeah uh, this like, is... again you know i i lose you know lose a little bit of weight in the face you know grow you know kind of put some good mustache a little thicker you know uh have a uh, have a haircut that looks like my hair was burned uh <laughs> and then you know i'm cooking and also got british and also got british i think this is australian <laughs> actually Oh, Aust- that's oh. Not me. or New Zealand? I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is the second uh, artist on this playlist. Right, right mate. Right, that, mate. Uh, there we Shitty, go. Shitty, bang, bang. Shit, right, mate. This is the second artist on this playlist that I found by uh, secondhand record shopping. Uh, and when you ah. see when you see an album cover with this guy smiling on it and a little speech <laughs> bubble that says featuring my hit song "Shoop Shoop Diddy Wop Come a Come a Wang Dang." 
you you look it up when you get home. And the yeah. second Gavin and I heard the song, we knew we had to bring it onto the podcast some way. Like this was kind of the uh, song that started this playlist, just because it's so goddamn weird. Uh, I think I played this yeah. in the music league round once. Uh, it's it's just it's haunted my mind for like six or seven years at this point. Oh my god! Come, okay, come, shoop shoop, diddy what? Come a come a, wang ding. <laughs> there it is. He, look, there it he is. looks like he looks like if I cosplayed like Pee Wee Herman. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is you yes. in a Pee Wee Herman costume. <laughs> rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace, Paul King of did, jerking did, off. Did, I should I should add to the soundboard the fucking uh, memories piano the piano hoop yeah. of memories. Anytime somebody mention a dead person, anytime somebody mention a dead person, I'm just gonna start playing that. Here's to the ones that we got. You jerked off in a theater and now John you're John Kramer. We should do a sequel Amanda, to yeah. Memories Bring Back You, where it's just me and Natalie listing everyone that's died in a Saw movie. <laughs> Which is just most characters in Saw movies. Every character <laughs> except for every... Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Except for Dr. Lawrence Gordon. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, let's keep it let's keep it rolling. Let's keep we got we got one more one more MTV uh, video to watch. One, unless we, we want should, to go to Saw. We should, let's let's go back to Saw first so okay. we can end on, on oh, yeah. the last song of the actual playlist. Yeah. Uh this is this is again me giving up. I, I wanted to <laughs> put something <laughs> Yes. Okay, I, I knew it was gonna be this song. Uh, it is a Saul AMV set to the kill by 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, I can never escape Jared. Uh, <laughs> I, I could not I could not escape him. Everywhere I looked in uh, Scotland and Bristol that I turned, uh, where in, in Bristol I was hanging out with a uh, friend of the pod, Alexis. Uh, shout out, shout out. Shout out. Uh, but like, there were just like posters for the new 30 Seconds to Mars album fucking everywhere oh, there. no. <laughs> and it had like a fucking QR code that takes you to like, Jared Leto's idea of an ARG. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how low res this is. I, yeah, I needed, the compression is I, crazy on this. <laughs> but I needed to have something that gets to the heart of the series at its core. The, the thing that the movies have kind of forgotten for a while, that's the father-son relationship between John Kramer and Amanda. Of course. Yes. Like, it's all it's, it's about the heart of. Yeah, it's the heart of Saw X. We're getting back to our roots, mm-hmm. and so we had to get back to where things are as we get back to the... We lead into this new movie. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, very God. happy that Saw and, or uh, John and Amanda are back in Saw. Like, yeah. We need Tobin. Which, we need Shawnee Smith. Yeah, it's just, you know, like I said, Tobin, he's always looked old, so I, it's you, you don't have to think. It's like, okay, yeah, he's got cancer. Shawnee Smith, she's like 20, she's noticeably twenty years older, which yeah, again oh, respect. They're not trying to hide that shit. They're not trying to hide that shit at all. Which, which I think is, I, I think that's the best way to go for it. I think the whole digital de aging shit, just it's just not. Again, the tech isn't. Number one, the tech isn't there, and two, it's just morally it just feels wrong. Like that's why the I, best I, part of that's why the best part of Spiral was the flashback where it's oh all my of god we didn't, we didn't even talk about the flashbacks in Spiral <laughs> oh my we didn't god, even yeah. okay we gotta we gotta we gotta discuss okay and fake mustaches yes oh my god the the flashback okay like here's the thing because they killed John Kramer in Saw three they've had to rely super heavily on flashbacks to get Tobin Bell in the movies Spiral is like 
again, they're just, they are not even trying. Like, here's what they could have done. They could have cast just actors to play the younger versions. Uh, but instead, they put Chris Rock, <laughs> put Chris Rock in a baseball cap, and they give Samuel L. Jackson a mustache, and then they do up uh, the lady from Riverdale in like a, a different hairdo of the era. It's incredible filmmaking. It's it's it it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. That's it's low budget filmmaking at its finest. Just um, like the low budget of the MTV music videos that we're talking about here. I'm yes. into that. Uh, I, I love that this is this is the uh, the first music video edited on the Sega CD. <laughs> uh, it was very FMV of that era. Of course, we have uh, oh Amanda and you know this little. Which, by the way, I, I've mentioned this on the pod. I genuinely love the kill. I think it's a great song. It's the only good thing that Jared has done, probably. Probably, uh, yeah. And yeah, this the is, video this that is rips the off the Shining, course. of course. Oh my god! Uh, oh, I also <laughs> want while we're talking about Saw. I'm sorry. The frame, the the, the little drum, make the frame rate because the, the YouTube YouTube in 2010 cannot handle the crazy frame rate of like those like. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you see anything? No. <laughs> did you see anything? It was like Bigfoot fitted. <laughs> we need yeah. to clip that shit out, please. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> so uh, before we get to uh, uh. Anything else? I want to say, uh, Tobin Bell has a YouTube channel. Uh, yes. His videos are pulling less than a thousand views. Uh, Sad. Everyone, let's boost please Tobin. Please boost Tobin Bell's. Uh, his content is actually great. Oh God, uh, where's Tobin Bell? Just where's look up his... page, uh, Shakespeare. That'll probably bring okay. it up. He's been doing Shakespeare monologues. Okay. Shakespeare. Yeah, they again. They they fucking brought him out for fucking jigsaw. Here we there go. There it is. Yes. He put this up over a week ago and it has less than a thousand views. I mean, he got bored during the side track. Yeah, somebody put cast this man in a Shakespeare production. I would, I would travel yes. literally to any city. I would pay however much money. I need to see this. Oh, also, like, since we're talking about Tobin, I also want to mention he makes music on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop this in our discord for the episode oh no yes yes uh i'm, I'm working oh. on a, a playlist for future for a future episode <laughs> uh, look at those last two songs oh my god do we spoil do we I, I we can't watch you, these yet we got no no we can't watch them yet that, that I, didn't know about the Sha- I didn't know about the shawnee song yeah shawnee I mean, smith's wh- butt rock song oh my god wait what what do we have planned for halloween we might we might have to i think it. it's they're not gonna make it or something okay we can we can move that we can, we can move they're that. not gonna make it till next year we can do this we can, one for halloween we'll have to do this it's a bonus episode yeah which by the way we're doing a bonus episode about boy bands called they're not gonna make it about our favorite boy band no lonely hearts uh if you're not in the discord sorry if you don't understand that reference <laughs> um what are you talking about they're the the, the most popular boy band in yeah. the country right you get now. yeah i can i can treatment. i can i yeah, I can, I can, I can move some stuff around. We definitely, yeah. This, this is emergency. I'm moving that. Yeah, we gotta. That's gonna be our Halloween episode, which is perfect because we have an episode that's that's gonna. We we're planning on getting an episode out on the 29th for Patreon supporters, and then the 31st for our regular oh, listeners. That's true. So that's yeah. perfect. So mm-hmm. all right. So we got a Halloween episode coming up from Grant. You're you're just gonna have to wait and see what it is. Uh, but let's 
let's wrap it up let's go let's change the channel one last time to mtv i want my mtv and this is a great capper to the playlist because this is the first music video that's very much like post like this era you know mm-hmm. that is celebrating this era of music videos and of course is weird al yankovic dare to be stupid is a devo style parody this is my favorite thing weird al has ever done i think yeah this is his best video I'm a little partial to white nerdy personally, but I, I mean, that's like the one that brought me to the ball, but Mm -hmm. but this is just such, ever since I know, I knew who Devo was, this has been just like so special to me. Like, yeah, of course the budget is better here than it is in. And you got the babies. (laughs) You got the babies. But everything is here and it's done so well. Yes. Oh, yep. And the man dancing. Oh, oh, creepy. Like, grown-up Chuckies. Yeah. <laughs> grown-up Chucky doll mask. Like, uh, and it, it still manages... David Byrne cameo. It's David Byrne! Yeah! <laughs> manages to look very cheap, and I love that. That it really yeah. goes for the, the entire aesthetic of these yes. videos. Perfect celebration of them. What the fuck is he talking about in this video? What the fuck is he talking about in this song? It's it, about daring to be stupid. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's mostly just uh, plays on. Oh like, my god, the toaster guitar! That's yeah. an incredible gag. Uh, all of this is just plays on like famous like fifties kind of phrases. You know, don't put your eggs all in one basket and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, changing them to be the opposite and hence dare to be stupid. It's pretty yes. simple, but I, I think it's effective for. For kind of Devo and their ethos. Yeah, great animation segment here. Mm-hmm. The green screen, incredible. Yeah. yeah, I don't really have anything to say about this. This is just an iconic video, mm-hmm. iconic song. Yeah. Great, like, great early bit of Weird Al. Mm hmm. Like I said, I think I, is this. This is not this. This is not his first style parody, but this is definitely the first one that blew up, right? Yeah, this is his first really big one, I believe. Ooh. I feel like because at this point, yeah, he already had done uh, Bologna, my baloney. Yeah, because my yeah. baloney that was his breakthrough. That was like one of his first ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a great, great song, great video. What, what else can you say? Like peak. Yeah. Peak, peak of the era, you know. Yeah, like, and of course this this has to happen before like Eat It, where you you're already like riffing on MTV once it's gotten big. This is riffing on MTV before it was MTV, after MTV has become MTV. Right. Huh? <laughs> I I I completely understood what you just said, but even then, my brain still uh, yeah, takes a minute to process. I mean, it made perfect, said. but it's like it. The, we've said the word MTV so much so we should count if we've said MTV or Saw more times on this episode <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah run, run through, I think you could probably I could probably run this through like a tran, like an AI transcript and see how many times like on like Descript or something and see how many times it pops up great song great video what else can you say uh, again that this is just an era of uh, like I said this is just an era of music that I think is a uh, dearly missed. I think the the closest that we got, like the closest we got to kind of like bringing back this era to an extent, 
was like early YouTube. I was that about was to last... say that that is the perfect analogy right there. That's like the closest. And, and it's just, we haven't, you would think maybe TikTok would have gotten there, yeah. but no TikTok. The thing is that TikTok started off as like musically. And so it was never going to be, it was like never going to have this. Yeah. Like, no. like I'm going to, I'm going to literally like my TikTok feed right now. I'm going to, I'm going to scroll through my TikTok feed and I'm, I'm going to see, uh, when a clip from Chicago Med or House pops up on my TikTok feed, because uh, because the one thing about TikTok that is very similar to early YouTube is that for right now it is in the like Wild West days of like copyright <laughs> because mm-hmm. people are just straight up uploading full movies in like seventeen <laughs> parts to TikTok. I honestly think it kind of rocks in a way, but also at the same time, uh, it's very scary for like writers and actors and yes. like royalties and shit. Uh, but it's very funny. Uh, um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna refresh my feed. And we're gonna see what pops up. All right, the first thing is uh, a crowd at the 1975 show. Oh, a no. clip from Weedus Teenage Dirtbag. Uh, a video of a tiny dog, a sauce, a little sausage. Uh, the first time alien smoked, they smoked 500 cigarettes. That's a clip from the Orville, I think. Okay. So it only took it only took four four videos until a TV show clip. All with, right. Uh, very loud music and uh, captions in Chinese, I think. Okay. So, uh, shouts, shouts out. But that is it for this episode. Grant, thank you for putting together this playlist. Uh, as we've mentioned, uh, again, Halloween, we have a great Halloween episode on the way for y'all, I guess. Uh, with all the move the playlist around a, the episodes around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I believe, I, I know for sure our next two episodes are going to be this, uh, which is the Nepo Baby Birthday Bash. Uh, it's gonna be fun uh and then our twilight new moon episode uh All right. about the soundtrack to twilight new moon and then uh somewhere in there uh taylor swift for boys the okay. Halloween episode and they're not gonna make it uh which i'm i'm taylor swift for boys that's gonna be that's gonna be a great one that's gonna uh, be a legendary episode right there yeah uh, but that is it. Thank you all for listening to this episode. And uh, uh, which I guess if there's anything you want to plug, uh, Natalie just put out a fantastic uh, anniversary piece for the fiery furnaces on Stereogum on top of a bunch of other uh, great writing they've done lately. So uh, go go to Natalie's Twitter. Uh, look at those bylines. Natalie's picking them up like crazy. Uh, and 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 for for me. I don't know what the fuck. I'm I'm just doing this podcast. That's it. <laughs> I'm just doing this podcast. Hey, I've got I'm a just... couple plugs, Maddie. What do you got? What do you got? Okay. Hey, you. Saw listening. X in theaters this weekend. Well, Go damn it. That was going to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But seriously, if, you, if you're if you a fan of uh, amateur drag artists, I have revived my drag competition on Instagram at the Monster Mash Bash. Uh, I've got some incredible artists and they're doing all horror and comedy exclusive things. Uh, our upcoming challenge, I've, I'm telling them to make trailers in the style of 70s Grindhouse. It's going to be Ooh. fun. I've heard some concepts. It's going to be great. Uh, it's very fun. Very funny. They're all very hardworking, very dedicated. So if you're into that, check it out. If not, uh, go see Saw X in theaters in the coming days. Yes. Uh, which we'll probably cut to very shortly our thoughts on Saw, on Saw X if we remember to record this on Saturday. So, uh, so for right now, we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.